God bless you. God bless you. Just keep sharing. Just keep sharing.
God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Just keep sharing. Just keep sharing. Thank you, Father. Just keep sharing. Just keep sharing. Thank you, Father. bless you god bless you just keep sharing within a few minutes we are zooming into the word of god
Can we all hear now, please? All right, all right, all right. All right, just keep sharing. Within one minute, within one minute, we are zooming into one word from the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You, God bless you. God bless you. Just keep sharing. My God.
Father, we exalt you, we honor you, we give you all the praise and the glory tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we know and we confess that thou art the only God that we know and will forever serve. In the name of the Lord Jesus, it is yet another moment, O God, that you will prove yourself strong in the midst of your people. Let your mighty hand be lifted and let your voice echo even in the fibers of our being. That we shall give you all the praise and the glory. Let whatever will go on over here tonight be to your glory in the name of Jesus. Let sicknesses be healed, let confusions be dissolved, and let directions be given to your people in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let there be a release of your mighty power. Let testimonies flow on this mountain that your name alone will be praised forever in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 
God bless you, God bless you, and keep you all strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. It is yet another moment in the presence of the Lord, and we want to quickly dive into the Word of God, then we move straight into one word from the Lord. One word from the Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. All right, so just going to give a time. Oh, it's going to be a time of questions and answers. So, um, so far, what we have been talking about, if there is any question you have concerning anything we have studied, you can ask. And if it's not about what we have studied and you want to also ask, um, the door is open. You can ask your question. And I'm believing God that answers will be given by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Alright, so I'm waiting for the question. If there's any question, let it flow. Let the questions flow. Okay, I'm waiting. Anybody with a question? Thank you, Jesus. Hey, that means you understand everything we have we have taught here. Okay, somebody said, can I call in, please? Sure, you can call in. You can call in. You can call in and ask your question. All right. Hello? Good evening. How are you doing? Hello. I'm, I'm doing well by God's grace. Um, my question is it's not based. Okay, my question is not based on um, what you have learned here, but it's what, something that I was learning. But I don't, I wasn't, okay. I don't no understand. So I don't know if I can ask it here. Or... Uh, okay. Okay. Um, it was about Joseph. Like I was reading some scripture about Joseph. That was say um, not Joseph. Um, Joseph married a super. So how come say like I read some place No man just say Joseph no married a super. How come say Ninian decided? Why men the first one Ninian decided say they are going. To how okay okay now let me be let me be straight okay let me answer the question that joseph is different from the one in the old testament are you getting it uh-huh the oh, one in the old okay. testament um yeah is very okay. different from the one that actually was going to get married to mary very different very different you're not not the same people sure oh. mm -hmm. so don't, don't get confused okay yeah 
Alright, so that is it. I hope, I hope you have been answered. Okay, let me let me just um let me let me take it from this point. That Joseph is is far far older than okay. Let me <laughs> I don't know how to explain this one. Um, you know, Joseph, you know, um, Abraham gave birth to Isaac and Ishmael and Isaac also gave birth to Jacob then Jacob met God in the form of an angel who the Bible also spoke of as a man and when Jacob met that man the Bible says that Jacob decided that the man should bless him else he will not allow the man to go and the man asked him his name and he said I'm Jacob and he said, from today thou shalt not be called Jacob again. Because the name Jacob means supplanter. The one that takes the blessing of another. So that name, if it is on you, God cannot fulfill the assignment he has called you to fulfill. Unless that name is changed. So God changed the name of that Jacob to Israel. And now, Jacob, when his name was changed to Israel... He met, he was going to get married, and he went to a certain man by name Laban. And when he saw that man, he went to the man's family. He saw one of the man's daughters. And he wanted to marry the, the, the man's daughter. And the man asked him to work for seven years before he gives the daughter to him. So he worked for seven years. And in the way for them to give the daughter to the man, he was supposed to sleep in a room without light. So they bring the woman to, to him in the night. So they brought the woman to him in the night. He had an affair with the woman. But when the morning came, he realized that it was not the woman he wanted. They brought Leah to, to, to him. And Leah was not the one he wanted. So he went to the man and said, you gave me a wrong person. And the man said, in this family, the eldest must marry first before before the the youngest so you can't come and take the youngest and leave the eldest here so he, he asked the man again but the, the the youngest is the one i want so what can i do to get her and the man said you have to work for another seven years in order to get the one you want so he worked for another seven years making 14 years before they could give him the one he wanted so right now he married two women let me say two sisters from the same man and he took them out from the father-in-law's house and when they left the one he didn't really want which was Leah started giving birth and the one he really loved was not giving birth but later he prayed and everything worked out so when the children of both women were combined they became 12 in number and those 12 children actually became the 12 tribes of Israel are you getting the point good and there was one child also that the one that he really loved the one that um, Jacob really loved gave birth to and his name was Joseph and this Joseph guy was a dreamer 
get this. The question is, the person was confused. How can Joseph, who was sold by his brothers and all these things, still become the, the father of Jesus Christ? He doesn't understand. And I'm trying to explain all these things. That, that Joseph, in fact, <laughs> that Joseph was there way back before Israel became Israel. And I'm trying to explain things. So they sold that Joseph to a land of Egypt. Let me just cut things short. And when he went there, he was able to interpret a dream that Pharaoh could not interpret. And they made him the prime minister. And at that point, when he became the prime minister, the dream that he interpreted was that there was going to be a massive famine that would cover the whole earth. We are seeing in a, a complicated business, not only one country, the whole world. So, but before that happens, for seven good years, food will come. So, when food comes during that seven years, they should gather everything and put some of them in bands. And after the, when the seven years of farming comes, surely they will get other food too, you know. Then the Bible said that this whole thing exactly happened as he interpreted. And the entire world was in famine, including his brothers that sold him. So they all came to Egypt to buy food. When they came, they saw him. They sat with him and he showed them who he was, that I am the one you sold. And they begged and he forgave them. And after the forgiveness, he gave them a place to live in Egypt. That is how come the Israelites got to Egypt and stayed there. But the Bible said a time came. Joseph died, the one that made the people of Israel to stay in Egypt. He died. And when he died, the Pharaoh that made him the prime minister also died. And another Pharaoh came that did not know Joseph and the people of Israel. And when he came, he turned the people of Israel into slaves. And that is how come the children of Israel became slaves in Egypt. So let's understand all this. That Joseph is very different from the one that the Bible said he wanted to marry um, Mary. So get that. Um, fear God. Get that. All right. Somebody asked the question. I want to know if it's good for a Christian to have faith but does not believe. And what's the difference between the two? <laughs> okay. Let me. Let me. So what? Is it right for a Christian to have faith and not believe? You see, one of the things you need to understand is that believe is a general term. Believe is a general term. So when you come to normal traditions, we have norms, beliefs, we have um, values and all those kind of things. But the moment you hear faith, Faith is different from belief. Faith actually is pointing towards Christ. Without Jesus Christ, there is no faith. That is why the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. The word author means the one that started and finisher, the one that ends. So Jesus is the beginning and the end of faith. So faith is different from belief. Belief is a general term. Anybody can just believe anything. 
Somebody can say, I believe there is no God. I believe there is no God. It is the person's belief. That is not faith. That is never faith. Because faith is Jesus Christ. Are you getting the point I'm making? Amis. Is it Amis or Amis? Good. So faith is different from belief. Faith is totally different from belief. Belief is just a general term. A general term for things. You can't say, someone, I believe there is no God. So what is the person be- believing in? Are you, are you getting the point here? So somebody can believe and still lack faith. Somebody, Papa, please, what brings about moon to <laughs> Okay, it's a broad topic. You know, there are a whole lot of things that can cause that. I'm coming. I'll touch on that very soon. If I try to go into that, I'll not be able to answer some of the minor um, explanatory questions I have here. Okay, Kofi Adam said, Papa, how do you know your heavens are open at a particular moment in service? Open heavens is a broad term. In service as in what? Because the heavens can open over somebody's finances. It's different from heavens opening in ministry. Oh, okay. I see. Open heavens in ministry. It depends on the assignment of a person. Because what actually will depict the open heavens of one's ministry will not be the same for another. Are you getting it? So there are some people, their ministry is actually not to be stationary, as in they are not supposed to be at one place. They are supposed to be traveling around. So if a person like that, traveling door starts opening, it is a sign of open heavens over the ministry. And it doesn't mean that the one that is supposed to stay at one place who is not traveling has a closed heavens no will be on an assignment so opening heavens concerning ministry is actually based on assignment and the particular mandate that god has given to a person but there are certain things that must manifest in ministries that is the anointing must fetch testimonies the anointing must fetch testimonies. You get the point? Yeah. So, if you pray for the sick and the person is not healed, uh, if you say it will happen and it doesn't happen, if you say this and it's not working, then it means something is happening. So once, yeah, things are working, that testimonies, it is a sign that God has opened the heavens. And the opening of the heavens are in levels and in realms. So get that. There's a realm where God can open the heavens of finances upon a ministry. There's a realm. 
sometimes healing testimonies specifically. You get it? So, as of all, it is actually based on the mandate. Somebody said, Papa, I learned there are three types of Josephs in the Bible Joseph, son of Jacob, Joseph of Arimathea, who helped Jesus to carry his cross, and lastly, Joseph, the father of. Oh, there are plenty Josephs in the Bible. Plenty. Plenty. Some of them cry, we don't know. Plenty Josephs. Just that the Bible highlighted some of these ones. Even those cry that the Bible highlighted, because there are more than three. As for Joseph, there are plenty Joseph. But the person was actually getting confused. There are plenty Joseph. In the Bible, the person was getting confused. She was saying that um, the, the Joseph that the brothers sold, is he the same person that is the father of Jesus? And I was trying to explain the two. That no. All right. Let me take the next question. Okay, someone said, Prophet, please, does it mean if you are called Jacob, it's not a good name because of its meaning? Oh, it's not like it's not a good name. You see, every name has the power that follows it. And the power that follows a name is not actually based on necessarily the meaning. Get that. I know somebody called Job. I know somebody called Job. What happened to Job has not happened to the person. Uh, there are people, you can meet somebody that bears your name, the same name, you are rich and the person is poor. So what is going on? So sometimes it is not really the, the meaning of the name, it is the power that follows the name. The power can be totally different from the meaning. So get that. The meaning is important. But there is a power that backs names. There is a power that backs names. So when you are naming people, um, you have to understand the power that backs. And that is why there are so many things you need to do before you name a child. It is not just somebody say, ah, this name is so nice. You are both. It didn't be on don't understand spiritual things. I feel the question is neighbor plenty. Okay, let me. Somebody said, Does reincarnation exist? In what form does it happen? In, in Christianity, there is nothing like reincarnation. Yes, the power that backs name can fight against destiny. Exactly. I had to say, what do back at to um, it be a chiwa and chiwa now then a tone a be a osewabi and that your auntie was a witch and you named the child after the 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 woman. Chewa is not an evil name. It is not a name for witches. It is a normal name. What about the man called Chi? Chi means that is rich. The, the female name for Chi is Chewa. But the one you name the child after, that is what I'm trying to say. It is not about the meaning of the name. 
Somebody can call can be called Jabez. 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 And the person can prosper. It, it, it's not the meaning of the name. The meaning of the name can sometimes have effect, but the power, when there is a strong power hunting over a man, the meaning does not even matter. Sometimes, Papa, can there be a season the prophet won't see or experience the prophetic? Yes. Sometimes it can even last for three months. It's called the silence of God. And at that period, you need to pray more, fast more. You are not praying that the vision should come because that one, it is God that will do his own thing. It is that period that most of the time some prophets disconnect from God. It is called the silence of God. Those who are mature understand these things. So when you have when you have been prophesying now, but you hit a point, you are not seeing anything, you are not hearing anything, and you know you have not done anything wrong, keep praying. Keep praying and fasting. Keep studying the word of God. Keep following. Keep doing what you are supposed to do. Just keep focusing. Don't force yourself. Don't force yourself. You need to understand this. It is a period, whether you like it or yes. So long as you are a cold prophet of God, you go through that period. Okay, the questions have become plenty. So right now, I don't know which one to answer. Uh So I was talking about reincarnation. Anita. Reincarnation in Christianity, there is nothing like reincarnation. Someone said, Can a prophet prophesy and still be under the demonic control? When you get angry and you beat somebody, anger is a normal thing inside a person. But what causes you to stretch forth your hand to beat somebody? You can be a prophet and beat your wife, it is demonic influence. But when you go to church, you can prophesy. So you have to understand that one. There are tongue-talking believers who are prophesying deep, but they have spiritual marriage. It is, it is there. They don't care about the prophesying you are prophesying. <laughs> that is why you have to understand certain things. I keep saying that there is a difference between gift and anointing. There is no way an anointing, a strong oil can come upon you that some demonic manipulations will, will still stand. I'm telling you. I keep saying this. Eh? That is why the Biamekatre young prophet said, run after anointing, not gift. Giftings are good, but the anointing is best. You can see a man like Bishop Dr. David Oedipo. He will stand on his altar. You will not call anybody by name and mention your telephone number and your mother's name and those things. No. But you will stand on this altar and say, tomorrow by this time, you will own a car. And the next day, somebody gets a car. This is when we say the anointing has produced results. Somebody can stand and mention your name, telephone numbers and business and say, tomorrow you will get a car. Tomorrow will come, you will get no car. But that is what many people are still running after. They just want to run after those who can mention things and things and things and still nothing happens. Run after anointing. And let me tell you, I've been saying this. Adeba konya nko pomede mekanukre. Adeba konya mi trimo din wohon. Eye ngosra. Anointing. My dear. 
you don't joke with God's anointing. That is why when God anoints a man, don't try to joke with the man. He will kill you. Because God's anointing, he does not joke with it. 40 days fasting cannot buy anointing. 40 days fasting cannot buy anointing. No. <laughs> you don't get it. Hey, people can fast 40 days, 50 days, and still, no money inside their heart, there is no humility. And what fasting was actually supposed to do was to humble you before God. Until you are humbled before God, forget about anointing. And being humbled before God actually speaks of killing the flesh and causing the spiritual stability to rise. You can't be praying and fasting when you, you have this at the back of your mind. The motive is to prophesy so people will see that hey, you, are, you are there. Oh, you, you might be massaging your giftings to grow, but not the anointing. Are you getting the point I'm making? I think I've skipped some questions. Let me answer um, um, Anita's question. It's a very, very, very powerful question. She asked about reincarnation. Listen, in Christianity, there is nothing like reincarnation. Listen to what I'm about to say so that you know that things are happening in this world. There is nothing like reincarnation in Christianity. There's a reason why I'm saying in Christianity. Because in other religions, there is what we call reincarnation. And let me explain what it means. Don't let anybody tell you that oh, there's nothing like reincarnation. It is in our Christian sect that there is nothing like that. But the devil has ways and means. Ah, do you know? Do you know? Let me just explain this to you. Somebody can go to Antoine Suyama. And say Antoine. Antoine is not only used to curse people for them to die. People go to Antoine for babies. For babies. They are barren. They need babies. They can go there. And Antoine will tell them, bring this, bring this, bring this, bring snap, bring this. And after that, take this egg. When you go boil the egg, eat the egg around 12 a.m. This, this, this. After that, do this, do this. You'll get pregnant. Now, when the person follows what Antoine has said, and the person eats the egg and everything and she gets pregnant. Do you know what has happened? At that point, it is Antoine that has given the person a child, not God. Listen to me carefully. It is Antoine that has given the person a child. So what to say it can be insuba, insuba. Insuba is not somebody with Down syndrome. In Suba, there are, there are children, there are people walking on the earth. They were received from rivers. Some came from the sea. Those kind of people, they were not born like normal human beings giving birth. No. Let me show you how this whole thing happens. When you, and as Antoine River is there right now, it is not just water that you can go and fetch. No. It is a whole town, a whole city on its own. That is where Antoine lives. Antoine is a person, but Antoine is not a human being. Antoine is a person, but Antoine is not a human being. And Antoine that is a person has a wife and has children and they live in the sea, in the water. Physically, you see this to be a river. But when you 
you go into a higher level, you realize that this one is not just river, it is a whole town on its own. And that is where Antoine lives with his children. So when you go to Antoine that you need a baby, Antoine will sit down with his, with his children and say, a woman has come that she needs a baby. I want to send one of you. Which one of you will go? And when you are going, Antoine will write your purpose and your assignment. The reason why you are going to the woman. So the woman must lack money. And that is what the child has come to do. Some of them too, they come to give the woman money. But So every child you receive outside God's original plan from any other being, they come with their own assignment. And do you remember that I said this? When we talk about assignment, we are speaking of the testimony scroll of a person. And if people go into normal um intimacy for a child to come forth then the spirit will come from god with the assignment but if they go to a different being outside god that is to say that the spirit that will enter into the child will not be from god so there are people walking on the earth they are not human beings but they have body that we can see and touch so we think they are human beings they are not those kind of people when they die they have gone back to the river they can come back again. And that is reincarnation. Get that. They can come back. So somebody, eh, Maybe the first person that went to Antoine was in Kumasi. The second one, so the child that is coming from Antoine has lived in Kumasi before for 57 years and is now living in Cote d'Ivoire. That is what you are supposed to understand. That is reincarnation. It is happening. Don't let anybody tell you there is nothing like that. It is a lie. It is only in Christianity when you die, there is a place for you. You can't come back. But in other dimensions, That is why, having you realized that when somebody is part of lodge and those kind of occultic things, when they die, the occult want to come and take the person's body. Some lodge folk will come and take the person's heart. Be tuna kuma, then they will go and eat the heart, like meat. They will go and eat it. <laughs> things are there. Don't let anybody deceive you. There are many people we are seeing here on this earth, they are not human beings. They have lived on the earth before. They are dead and ubi. There are some people we have seen on this earth. Omar Tanas has so for more than 200 years. Haven't you seen people who are who who married ghosts? Ghosts. different town. five. You need to understand all these things are highly spiritual things. You need to understand. And all these people are not human beings. They are spirits that are manifesting. This is why I keep telling you. The formation of a human body is in the womb of a woman. And what actually happens in the womb of a woman is that there is water called the amniotic fluid. And this water has a lot of components in it that can also cause 
the body to be formed. When you go into the sea, the sea also has those kind of elements and that intelligence. So they can also form bodies in the sea. That is why sometimes, those, those, those times when you see a lady, very fair lady without any dark spot, you say that, ah, this one is coming from the sea. Haven't you heard those kind of things before? Uh huh. So who placed the, the person in the sea? So let's understand some of these things. Things are going on. And let's have understanding. So, Anita, I hope you understand. Okay, Martinson said, said, perhaps this one day I'm confused now on your calling. The teaching prophet. Go- oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Somebody said, Say, Papa, how can a prophet gain stability over women and lust? You see, some of these things. That is one of the main reasons why God will bring a man to a place and break the man for a long time before he releases the man. We some easy. Once you try to come before your time, if you try to expose yourself before your time, there are so many things you can never handle, no matter how long you pray. And that is what we need to know and understand. Zerubab, I've answered this question. I've answered this question. Once you try to come out before your time, you see, that is why the Bible says that in God's time, He has made everything beautiful. In God's time, He has made everything beautiful. When a person is in the time of God, it does not mean that attacks will not come, but quickly the person, God, God, God will show the person ways and means to get out of it. God will show the person how to get out of it. But if you try to come out before your time, and some of these attacks are coming at you. The best thing you are supposed to do is to go back and hide. That is the best thing. Because when you see a hen moving around with um let me see her 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 children and some of the children try to go ahead of their mother, get out of the wings of the mother. Sometimes a lot of things can happen to the person, um, to the chicken. A hawk can just come and grab it, and the mother will not be aware. But when you are close to your mother, when anything is trying to happen, you can quickly go and hide again. That is the best. 
That is the first thing. And the second thing is, let your heart be conditioned. Let your heart be conditioned in the right way. You see, sometimes you see. Yesterday I was talking about these things. If you don't become strict on some things, you can never overcome it. You can never overcome something you are afraid of. You can't overcome something you are already afraid of. So first, let that thing get under your feet. And stay highly focused. Highly focused. When you look at where God is about to take you to. You see, some of you, you are, you are too, you don't want to lose people. If that thing is in your mind, it will be very difficult for you to get to where God wants you to be. If you, don't, if you can't lose people, forget it. Be strict. When you become strict, certain people you are not supposed to allow them to, to draw close. Push them away and stay focused on what God wants you to do. And listen to me carefully. It is not everything you try to, like as a young man of God, it is not in every issue you try to solve. It does not mean you are not anointed. It means you are wise. It is not every issue. I know people that took issues upon themselves. They are dead. The issue is still there. They are men of God. Though. They are dead and gone. The issue is still there. And I'm telling you, and where you are, there is a level of anointing God has given you. And that level of anointing on you can solve a particular problem. That is why the Bible even said, if a man must prophesy, he should prophesy according to the, to the level of his faith. No matter the matter, there are certain things you cannot do now. Get that. Don't force yourself. If you try to force yourself too much, you might end up in serious trouble. If you ask the sons of Skiva, they will tell you. It does not mean God is not, it does not, mean God is not with you. Get that. That is why we have been praying. Paya, paya. We have prayed and fasted. But still, we cannot do what Bishop David Dr. Oedipo is doing. Why? Because it is a level. 40 days fasting and prayer cannot get there. It is a level. Do you know what people have gone through before they are at where they are? Don't let anybody try to let you think that you can pray fast 40 days, but then your eyes will open, you start seeing everything. It's a lie. It is a big lie. There's nothing like that in the kingdom of God. It is a big lie. And you see, most of the time, the, the, the mistakes that people make, and, oh, people don't understand these things. We are all not the same. We are all not the same. How God deals with someone is different from the way he deals with you. It does not mean God is biased.
we all, even our capacities, are not the same. If you are saying, I'm going to be a Nesca, but I'm telling you, be a Nesca to say, be gated. It will never work. No matter how you force yourself, it is his capacity. You don't have that. You will be rich. You will be able to take care of some things, but to that realm, you will not get to. No matter the books you read concerning financial freedom, you will be rich to some extent, but you will never get to some level. I'm telling you the gospel truth. And if you understand some of these things, it will help you. It will help you. That is why the best thing to do is to always keep growing in the anointing. And growing in the anointing, honestly, it is not an easy thing. Don't let anybody deceive you. It is not an easy thing. You can be very, you know, fortunate to grow in your gift quickly. But the anointing, my dear, it is not an easy thing. Because some of you, when you were young, you know, like used to see visions and things. How many days had you fasted? That time, not fasting, then why? Some, some started even seeing things at the age of four. Growing gift is not all that difficult, but anointing, I'm telling you. It needs time. And it needs that you, you sell your whole self out to God. I'm telling you. Someone said, Daddy, please, the anointing comes from the secret place. Yes. You see, I've realized that many people talk about secret place, secret place, secret place. They don't understand. They think secret place is just going to hide in a bush, going to the mountains. That is not a secret place. You, you, you need, oh, Jesus. Many people talk about secret place, but they don't even understand. They don't understand. Hiding in your room, locking it, does not necessarily mean you are in a secret place. I'm telling you. Let me show you where secret place is. The secret place is not in your room. The secret place is in your heart. The secret place is inside your heart. I can be in a commercial bus, and I'll be communicating with God in my secret place. Once everybody is talking plenty. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and I think one day we need to talk about this secret place. 
it takes maturity for you to be in the, in the midst of distraction and still not be distracted. That you still focus, you can hear what the Holy Ghost is saying. And you know, it takes maturity. That is why when people don't, because there are many of us, when we are in um, commercial buses, when we are in classroom and we want to connect with the Holy Ghost, somebody might, might even mention your name and get you confused. Oh, people will just distract you. Because of that, people move out of those places and go to places like the mountains to hide. But that place is not the secret place. It is, a pl- it, is a just, it is just a facilitator. It is facilitating them to enter into the secret place, which is in their hearts. You have not seen somebody who is at the club and is enjoying the Holy Ghost inside. So the question is, why did the person go to the club? He might have gone there on a purpose. I'm not saying go to the club, no. But, 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 you might end up blowing some whiskey and it is maturity. It is maturity. And let me tell you the gospel truth here. What happens in the secret place? God does not give gifts in secret places. Listen to me. You might not understand what I'm about to say. What God does in the secret place is that he takes charge of your heart and begins to break your flesh down. There are certain prayers that are only prayed in the secret place. You don't say, God, give me anointing in the secret place. It is not a prayer for that, for that realm. This is why you don't understand. We can all be in church and all of a sudden, there will be a Holy Ghost arrest on someone. The person will fall down and all that will come from the person is tears and the person is saying, Oh God, break me, use me, make me humble. Oh, these are the ways that are uttered. In the secret place. We don't ask for anointing. It is from that place you say, God, break me. Break me. I'm telling you. That is why I say many people don't understand. They think they are in the secret place because they are on the mountain top. They have missed it. You are in just a corporate place. A the kind of answer that comes when you pray. But I'm telling you, hmm, anointing has a smell. The secret place also has a smell. You'll be your anointed. You will know it. If you're highly spiritual, you can smell it. But a person coming from the secret place also has a smell. It is different from the anointing. And we need to understand that. That is why there is a saying that whoever bows before God can stand before everything.
Exactly. God bless you, Edwin. These are some of the prayers that we pray at the secret place. You go, and that is supposed to be your place forever. You are supposed to spend most of your days, let me say your, your time, your hours in a day in the secret place. That is how God made it. Let me tell you, there are many people who have prayed for anointing. They have done mighty things. They have, they have prayed. Anointing has come. They have done a lot of things. Anointing has come. But sometimes when you hear that this anointed man has done this, you get shocked. How can this anointed prophet of God do this? That is to tell you that the secret place is not enough on the person. And the more you go deeper into the secret place, there are certain things you God will do to you. Oh my God. Exactly. In the secret place, God will break men. So if you are praying and your focus is about gift, anointing, standing in, in the midst of people prophesying, you are not in the secret place, I'm telling you. You are not there. You are not there. Not at all. Something must drive you to the secret place. It is not when you want gift and anointing. Not at all. That is why the secret place is not an easy place to be. It is when you want to rise and pray throughout the night that Lord, and that is just your prayer and your prayer is that God set through my heart if there is any sin inside me, take it away take it away take it away take it away if there is anything, if my motive about your work is wrong oh Lord, shape my motive shape my motive shape my motive and that is when, if you are full of yourself, forget about the secret place. You can never go there. Especially those who they, they told them, you are righteous. You are holy forever. You are clean. Nothing is wrong with you. You can never be at the secret place. I'm telling you. You can never go there. I'm not saying you are not righteous. Righteous you are. But righteousness is not just a nature. David said, he leads me on the path of righteousness. It is, there is also a path of righteousness. So righteousness is not just a nature. There is the path of righteousness as well. You can be righteous and still not pass on that path. And if you are not passing on that path, there are so many things you can be robbed of by the devil. There are so many dimensions of righteousness. Oh. Don't let anybody deceive you. That you are holy. You, you, they are, that they are saying you are holy. <laughs> and you, you just returned from the bed of fornication. And you have entered church. I am the holiest of all. 
Am I saying you are a sinner? That is not what I'm saying. You have sinned, but you are not a sinner. So who are you then? You are a believer walking in the works of the flesh and you need to be trained. Let me tell you, it is only the secret place that can break a man from addictions. Anointings can break addictions. But haven't you seen people that addictions were broken from them and after three years it came back? Haven't you seen that? Haven't you seen that? But those who stay, the secret place is not the place you go there and after two years you return and you don't want to go there again. You don't understand. That is why I said many people are talking about secret place. And you see young ministers like us, we are always preaching secret place, secret place, go to the secret place, go to the secret place, go and write, do this, do this, do this. Hey, hey. And we ourselves now, we don't know. We don't know there. We don't know that. And many people thought that secret places in your room. One corner be there, you stand there. That nobody comes there. That is my secret place. <laughs> Look at you. So funny. Funny you are. I'm telling you, I know people preaching about Isaac. Uh, when you come to Kumasi, there are people who are called bookmen. Those who give the ticket for people to go and board the car, they will not go. Some of them quite don't know the place. But when you get there, you do start talking. Keep close, keep close, keep close, keep close. Akra, Tema Shama, Tema Shama, Tema Shama. Madina, Zongo Janshi, Zongo Janshi. And they will give you the ticket. And it could be that they've never stepped foot crowd there before. But they will give you a ticket for you to go. That is what many people are doing. They talk about places they have never been before. That is why Paul said, me, me, I am always careful and I pray. So that me, after all the preachings and everything, I will not become an outcast. I'm telling you, eh, when you enter the secret place, eh, you will not think of coming back again. I'm telling you, you would not think of coming back to people again. Because that is the realm that man was made to be. When you enter that realm, you look like you are satisfied in life. You don't need anything again. Let me show you one of the first signs that is to tell a man that the doorway of the secret place has been opened to him. It is called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It is not actually about the speaking of the tongues. It is about how things begin to work on the inside of you when the Holy Ghost baptizes you. Some of you, when you got baptized by the Holy Ghost, you shed tears, you cried. 
You cried. Nobody has beaten you, but you cried. What was going on? That is when you saw how then you have wasted time. Oh God. Oh God. Then you begin to shed tears. That is the first sign that the door of the secret place has been opened. You are supposed to enter. That is not where you are supposed to end. I'm telling you. One of the things that when you enter the secret place, you cannot control is tears. 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 But right now we go to go and stand at a place and say, Lord, anoint me right now, right now. Lord, anoint me right now. Payalaba, 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 payalaba. In Jesus' name, Amen. They say, Charlie, I went to the secret place. We share have been anointed. It's a lie. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. Look at Jesus. So when Jesus was twelve years, twenty years, were there not sick people in the in Israel? When he was 25 years, people were still sick. People were sick. But so where was Jesus? Where was he? Some even died. Where was Jesus? That it took him 30 good years to hide and three and a half years back. He came to do ministry and he was gone. And look at the depth of the power of God that was dissipated through his hands during his ministry. I keep saying this. Don't be robbed. Christianity is a serious way of sacrifice and it is a much more individual relationship with Christ. I can preach, I can teach, you can take my message, go and teach the same, but I'm telling you, it is different. We are not the same when it comes to relationship. God loves us the same, but when it comes to relationship with Him, my friend, we are not the same. I'm telling you, intimacy, in fact, the the sacred place is is the place of intimacy. You don't know. You, when a man gets a wife and they enter into the, the, their room for honeymoon, Masa, even if uh, uh, Donald Trump, when you call, he will not answer. Because at that time, Aloha kwa swatwa palakata. It is the period where what is in the man is entering the woman and what is in the woman is entering the man. There is a mingling of souls and bodies. A mingling. This is what happens in the secret place. The Holy Ghost, when you go, you just say, Lord, search through me. It is the place of searching. The Holy Ghost will search inside you. Who said, Jamaica Christ wa kumemua? Will you free Nothing what they to me be a bowl of 
And when that power enters you, you don't quickly jump out and go and say, I have power. It is when men will go before God and they want to stay there for the rest of their lives. And God will now beg them and say, Please, I have placed this thing on you. Go and be a blessing to my people. That is when we say, God has sent a man. And the sending of a man is where we got the word apostle. Apostle. It is the Greek word apostolos, which means the sent one. Many people are in ministry, God has not sent them. When God calls a man, what is the meaning of calling? He calls you into the secret place. He breaks you. He molds you into what he wants you to be. Then after he has seen that you are now mature, he will now send you. If you follow your gift and you come out quickly, you are not sent. And I'm telling you, as for gift, it will manifest. Gift will surely manifest. It will show being common and depending confirm here. It does not mean that God has called you into the ministry at that point. So many of us, we are just manifesting gifts. I'm telling you. So the day you receive the prophecy, you will be, be a prophet of God. That is not the day you just left and started prophesying to people. And get this. I've said this and I've explained this before. Prophesying does not mean you are a prophet or a prophetess. You can prophesy word of knowledge, word of wisdom, descending of spirit. You can dive deep into matters and still not be a prophet. It is possible. So most of the time we joke with certain things. Ah, my prophet. Ah, my prophet. Hey, my prophet. This is why I said this. When I was starting the school of the prophets, I said, if you know you have the calling, I didn't say if you are a prophet, join. <laughs> I said, if you know you have the calling to be a prophet, join. So we are training ourselves over there. Okay, let me tell you something. Maminka is saying we enjoy it. So that you understand this. You see, giftings can manifest anywhere. Gifts. Oh, so long as the Holy Ghost is in you, you can manifest the giftings anywhere. And I keep saying this. Don't ever build ministry on your gift. Don't only be known that as for you, you prophesy. Pan. When we were looking through the gift of the Holy Spirit, was teaching one of them. Did you see the gift of teaching? Oh, did you see the gift of teaching? Good. Teaching is not a gift. Anybody that teaches is not just gifted. There is a teaching anointing, there is a teaching grace, and there is a teacher as a ministry. They are not the same. A teaching anointing, a teaching grace, and a teacher as a ministry. 
Teaching is not a gift. We have the gift of teaching. There's nothing like that in the Bible. There's a difference between、um, grace and anointing. I've explained this before. Grace and anointing. I started talking about talent, gift, grace, anointing. Talent, gift, grace, and anointing. That is why when you come to the chair, sometimes they mix the thing because most of the times they are not grace. Most of the times, I didn't say all the time. Most of the times, graces move with gifts. Most of the times, graces move with gifts. So when you come to the P, mostly they say, Adam Achede. What is, if you try to、um, transliterate Adam Achede, what would be the word? Adam Achede. Exactly. Grace, gift. So you get it. So the P, the understanding from the two perspectives. This is grace, this is gift. And I'm a more carbon. So there is a chedie, your hong kong kong a chedie, and your hong kong kong a dom. A person can have a gift. That is why、ah, you can see a prophet who has the gift of descending of spirits. Ah, like who are there? We see a who vision. But let me tell you, not all seers are the same. When we bring prophet Dr. Ujaba here, and the guy, the man is of God is seen, you know, you will know that there are seers and there are seers. You will know there are graces. That one, it is not a gift. The gift is the gift of descending of spirit. Will be a near baby, yes. But there's a special grace be on that man. It is the certain grace before seeing. My dear, you don't go there just like that. Let me give you a certain scripture to、um, let you understand what I'm trying to say. Romans chapter 12, verse 6. Romans chapter 12, verse 6. Romans chapter 12, verse 6. From the King James Version. So, what causes gift to even differ is called grace. Romans chapter 12, verse 6. Somebody should post it here for me, please. Good. Now, the word of God said, having then gift differing according to the grace that is given to us. Do you know what the scripture is saying? It said, now, gift differ according to the grace that has been given to us. Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. So we are all prophets, we are all seeing, but there is a certain grace on one. That is a different level than me. And that grace can cause the person's gift to leap to a certain height that my own cannot get to, even though we are all gifted.
So giftings are there. We, we all have the gift of descent of spirit. But it is the grace that comes upon that gift that causes us to differ. That's what the Bible said. Having then gift different from one another according to the grace that is given. So he said, if a man is prophesying, let him prophesy according to the proportion of his faith. That is to tell you that there is a certain dimension of faith in prophecy. That we all have not got into that realm. Where you are, flow in that dimension. And as you are flowing in that dimension, keep praying to God for opening dimensions. Just get that. Don't let anybody intimidate you. Don't force yourself. You see, and mostly, some of you have been listening to certain teachings that, that tells you that um, once you have, you have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, everything is possible at where you are standing right now. <laughs> oh, yes, Christ. I don't want to tell you, and I don't want to say, um, nothing is impossible, nothing is Oh, possible. Nothing is this. Nothing is, You cannot do it. That's not what I'm trying to say. By faith, we can do. We can do everything. By faith, we can do everything. But let me tell you, the Bible said there is time for everything. There is time for everything. There is time for everything. So that everything that by faith you can do, there is time for that everything. When you have not gotten to the time of that everything, Faith might not manifest. I don't know if I'm getting the point I'm making. Oh, I'm telling you the gospel truth. You see, one of the things that we need to know and understand is that This is the reason why many young ministers because the other time she, he had a dream and when he had a dream, there was a woman he prayed for and the woman got healed. The next day, nah, somebody called and said, I'm sick and he went to pray for the woman and after three days, they said the woman is dead. He's like, ah, God. God, why? But he showed me that the woman would be healed. This, this, I have a healing grace. Why is it I pray for the person? The person is not getting you. The person is dead. Oh God, why? This, 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 this. When that happens, what you are supposed to do is to go and hide and pray again. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. A day will come. You will even pray for the dead and the person will rise. This might not happen instantly as you want them to. That is what you need to know and understand. That is why Jesus said that if you believe in me, the works that I do, you will do same and even greater works. He walked on the sea. Why don't you go to the sea and walk on it? Say, I have faith in Jesus. I'm walking on the sea. Why don't you do that? God bless you, Moses. Why don't you do that? Let us understand some of these things. 
Let me tell you, I want you to understand this, people of God. Don't let them try to let you think that spiritual maturity is not sacrifice. Who told you? Do you know what these men of God have done to get to where they are? Hey, do you know what some of these men of God have sacrificed to get to that realm? Do you know? That is why we have been trying, praying, fasting, doing everything, but still things are not working. You have not sacrificed enough. That is why some of the men, they call it paying the price. And when we see that people say, oh, Jesus Christ has already paid the price, we are not supposed to pay any price. Oh, the one, because I want to ask the question Yes, we are two but see the way our bomb pile for the sick person. Emfa, nini yes, we are two I'm telling you, Edward says, So does the gift of faith become a grace when you, you use it in it when you use it in operation with another gift? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. There is a difference between gifts and graces. Let's say there is a gift of faith. And the gift of faith speaks the word of God into manifestation. They don't take no as an answer. When they see something going wrong, they want to change it to good. It is a push from the Holy Ghost. They have come to a certain realm of strange growth in their belief in God and what He can do. To a point that, so there are certain things that follow people who have gift of faith, healing, miracles. And they speak things into existence. Those people, they are dangerous. Those people are dangerous. When you see anybody who has the gift of faith, like Smith Wigglesworth, they are dangerous. Don't joke. Don't joke with anybody like that. <laughs> Many of us love the gift of prophecy. And the gift of prophecy too also works in dimension of, there's a realm where they speak things into existence. But let me tell you, a man with a gift of faith. Hey, those people, they are some way. They are some way. As for them, if you see a man who has the gift of faith, there's one thing you always see about them. The, word, the Bible. They don't, go, they don't go out. No, no, no. There's nothing they will see outside the Bible. When you are asking them, what are we going to eat? They will start quoting. They take the word of God so literal. As Jesus did it, I can do it. And when a person has the gift of faith, it pushes the man into a place of heavy sacrifices. Those people, when they are giving, they give like they are mad. They can, they can take sacrifices. I'm telling you, heavy ones, heavy ones. Heavy ones. And to them, whatever God says is final. He said, God said, you are healed. 
and the next minute you felt some symptom around your lower abdomen all of a sudden you started doubting what god said those people there's nothing like that in them they don't they don't have they don't have time to think twice about what god said you don't allow it they always have their faces in the bible god said today it is today it will not be tomorrow i'm taking it today whatever i'm supposed to do to get what god said i should take today i'll do it and that's the sacrifice but those people that have that kind of gift they all don't manifest in higher levels like that oh yeah we have we have those people we have those people i want to mention one one man of god who has that one man of god that carries that gift is bishop dr david oedipo bishop matthew adair mensa you can go and look for him those people they raise the dead like they are mad and the man that also had one was archbishop benson idahosa when you see those people most of their messages are actually about faith it can be a gift it can also be a mandate to get that most of the people that speak of faith 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 looking at bishop david Oedipo, for instance his mandate is to preach the word of faith so his church actually is called word of faith something something You get it so but not all of them are working in higher dimensions let me tell you there are certain things there eh? no matter the gift you have you can see somebody having the same gift eh? working in a dimension you will know this one is not just gift i'm telling you i'm telling you we can all be prophets so we can all be anointed but wait to make one prophet be manifesting a certain dimension you know this one when as chapel international is just let me say the um the nickname of the church the name of the church actually is um word of faith something something it is like um christ embassy christ embassy is just the nickname the name of the church actually is believers love world and nigerians they do that a lot They have nicknames for the church that you know people can easily um, identify exactly living faith church living faith living faith living faith and that is his mandate this man has faith as a gift gift of faith and he also has faith as a mandate the mandate determines the message Let's get this. When God calls a man, he has called you. When he calls you, he calls you to the secret place. When you go there, so that is the first side, the calling. God will call you. And after he has called you, he is calling you to a place. 
So calling alone does not mean start ministry. It is a dangerous thing that most of the people do. And you see, sometimes some of the prophets that also prophesy don't really、um, explain things because of their level. You can say, ah, I'm a friend also. I'm a dober, Jumapa, I'm a son also, I'm a friend also. Does not describe your calling. Because God's hand can come upon somebody to make wealth. So if you don't explain, how would the person know what the hand of God came upon Elijah to do what? To outrun a chariot. So that hand actually was the hand of speed. The purpose of the hand of God at that time was to increase the speed of Elijah to outrun. That was not, but there was another hand of God on him for the prophetic, it was on him already. So, when they are telling you that what kind of call is that? Because God has so many callings. Not callings as in callings, Dauda. <laughs> so, you need to understand where God has called you to. <laughs> so, first, when God calls you, He calls you, He's in a room. And that room that He is, is inside your heart. Get that that room that God is is inside your heart, and that room is called the secret place. So, when He calls you, He's calling you into your heart. Look at what the Bible said God, He has placed eternity in the heart of men. Ecclesiastes chapter 11. God, He has put eternity. Do you know eternity? Eternity is where heaven is found. Heaven is found. Heaven is not eternity, heaven is a part of eternity. So, eternity is even bigger than heaven. But God had put all those, all this big eternity, including heaven, in the heart of man. Hey, so, what at all is the heart of man like? That is why, when a man's heart is hardened, it is the worst thing that can ever happen to a man. There's nothing God can do about the person. Except he, he, God, moves into his highest dimension, which is called his sovereignty. And God doesn't manifest his sovereignty like that. Exactly. Let me tell you, we are,、hey, all prophets are not the same.、Man. Get that. You can be caught as a prophet, but your mandate will be different. I know people who, are called, who were called as prophets, but God had strange mandates. And even apostolic mandates also came upon them. So many of, many of you have seen people who were prophets in those times, but now they are called apostles. And you're like, hey, so right now they, they are changing the, the title. It is not title matter, it is a mandate here. That those who don't understand that and they just get the names for themselves, leave them alone. We are talking about the spiritual meaning of these things. It is funny how people think to be called an apostle is a title. Hey! Yes. 
the, okay, let me, let me start explaining things for you to get it. Now, so follow me carefully. God calls you, He has called you. And when He calls you, He's calling you by what He has called you to actually、um, he, he calls you by your office. That is how God does things. And if you don't have an office, as in the fivefold ministry, it does not mean you are not called. God has called everybody. Even salvation is a call. For you to be saved, God called you. For you to be saved, it was a call from God. Because the word of God had already declared no one can come to God except He has called the person to come. So there is a call to salvation. So when we say the call of God is upon your life, to what? Because always a call is unto something. So when God calls a person, He calls the person to the secret place. So maybe you just, somebody told you, you are going to be a prophet. About five prophets have to, and there are many of you can you get confused because you went to one prophet, he said you will be a prophet. Another one told you you will be an evangelist. One also said you will be an apostle. One also, so you don't even know who you are supposed to become. You see, it is because you are getting things wrong. God calls you into the secret place first. And in the secret place, that is when he tells you, and when he tells you that, he will let you know that this work I am giving you attacks. Follow me. Every work and the attacks that come against it. So when you look at all the fivefold ministries, there is a specific attack from the dark world against apostles. Those attacks don't come near prophets. Those attacks don't come near、um, evangelists. There is a specific attack from the dark world against apostles, and there is a specific attack against the prophetic ministry. And when we we're talking about the prophetic ministry the other time, I made you to understand that the symbol for the general prophetic ministry is an eagle. When you go to the dark world, also in the kingdom of darkness, they also have a prophetic ministry there. Their assignment is to battle with the genuine prophetic ministry of God. And that prophetic ministry in the dark world is called Jezebel. Jezebel is not just a woman, Jezebel is a prophetic office in the dark world that fights. That is why Jezebel, the Bible says that she has made herself a prophetess. And she herself, she has prophets that worship a God called Baal. Follow me carefully. You cannot be in two offices, you can have your own office and can get an office. Another office as a mandate. I will explain. Wait, I'm coming. I don't want the questions to be plenty so that confusion will just set in. I want to take my time and explain things. All right. Now, so when God calls you to the secret place, He tells you 
the assignment he's given you and that assignment god is giving you then defines the message you are coming to preach so specifically we call apostle johnson suleiman the apostle of restoration why do we call him that he knows what god told him in the secret place when god called him that i am bringing you as an apostle to restore this and this and this and this so when that man comes out when god tells him his assignment what he's about to do his message actually goes in line with that and there is something that fuels the message it is called the mandate or the power so mandate actually speaks of the power that is behind an assignment and that mandate is also received when the mantle of the assignment is placed on the person so i've, I've said some things here now i spoke about calling i spoke about message i spoke about mandate and i spoke about mantle you need to understand these things so when elijah elijah was asking for the spirit of elijah what was the spirit of elijah it was the mandate it was the power that was backing elijah for him to do what he was called to do but that power did not come upon elijah until the mantle was released so the mantle is the symbol of the mandate and the mandate is the power of the message and the message is the voice of the assignment and the assignment is the definition of the calling <laughs> i don't know if i've understood what i've said did somebody get it somebody don't, don't get confused i said okay i said the mantle is the symbol of the mandate and the mandate is the power of your assignment and the assignment the mandate is the power of the message actually and the message is the voice of the assignment and the assignment is the meaning of the calling let me break it down for you to understand now one of the things that many people don't understand and know i'm teaching you from experience and understanding from my encounters in the realm of the spirit every ministry every ministry the fivefold ministry there is a specific mantle that God releases there is a specific mantle that God releases and this specific mantle has um, their specificity actually in their color 
So you can see that maybe you are prophesying to somebody, and all of a sudden, an angel will just come and stand close to the person and, and put a red mantle on the person. What does it mean? The person has been called into the prophetic ministry. So the mantle of the prophetic ministry is red in color. And the mantle of the apostolic ministry is purple, or let me say move, in color. Now, it is possible for you to see that somebody you are prophesying to somebody and all of a sudden an angel will come and stand. And the, only, the angel will put a red mantle on the person. Then after that he will put a purple one on the person again. What is he trying to say here? Can somebody explain? Okay, so it is speaking of the prophetic and the apostolic. But now, how would you know? Because I said this, you can be in only one office. You cannot be in two offices. Another office can be your mandate. That is what you need to understand. When God called you, he did not call you as an apostle prophet. He either called you as a prophet or an apostle. And he can give you an apostolic mandate as a prophet. You are called as a prophet god can also give you an apostolic mandate so how would you know that this one is a mandate and this one is actually um the call in itself mostly when you are seen from the perspective of um the call exactly the first is the call and the second is the mandate and mostly the call they put the most of the times with my um spiritual experiences the angels who put the calling the original call mantle on the right shoulder then you put the mandate on the left one mostly that's what they do That is why most of the times when you say prophet will be prophet, ah, you, you are called as a prophet with an apostolic mandate. Haven't you heard those kind of things before? Good. There is a man that understands what he's seeing. If you don't understand it, you will get it confused. No, no. All those two are mantles. Get that. The two are mantles. But where they put one speaks of the person's office. You get the point? So when the first mantle is placed on your right shoulder, that is your office. It can be an apostolic, it can be a prophetic, it can be pastoral, and the others. Then the one that is placed on your left, it is also a mantle. 
but because this place on your left and it was the second one it is actually speaking of now what i'm talking about is actually by spiritual experiences and most of the people that have actually um experienced these things will, will let you know and understand and that is not the only means to know whether somebody is called as a prophet or not there are so many ways that you can pick um, some of these things the rest in it i'm leaving it as an assignment for you i won't i won't tell you the rest <laughs> All right, so we need to. Somebody said, Papa, how did you get such a great wisdom concern? Oh, by grace. Oh. So let's understand some of these things. And, um, oh, honestly, I will say it. This one is part of the questions I'm going to give for the um, School of the Prophets. So, that one, you will never find this in any book. <laughs> you will never. You can guess and get it correct, but make sure you guess. Because Kalis will be a bit more booby. Good. Somebody said, Papa, I have smelled the scents of oil when a man of God was ministering, but he wasn't using oil. What can it be? That's a very powerful question. That's a very, very powerful question. School of the Prophets, get ready. The exams, try one over 200 class ceremony. Okay, so Becklin, if the mantle is placed on your left, the, first, the thing here is that first, it is the right shoulder that comes first. Are you getting the point I'm making? It is the right shoulder that comes first. Good. I think I need to explain this for you to understand um, well. Do you know that when Jesus came to the earth, when um, Isaiah and all those prophets were prophesying about Jesus, do you know that? So what is Nahini? What is Nahini? When I say what is Nahini, you, 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 you will not get it. Um, you are getting confused. Let me put the question well. <laughs> the main assignment of Jesus on this earth was to establish the kingdom of God here on the earth. Exactly. That was his true assignment. It is like this. 
the main assignment of Jesus eh, was not to die for your sins. It is like this. You want to build a story building on a, on a land. But when you bought that land, first the land, you, you had to buy it. If you have bought the land, it does not mean you have built the, the story building. After buying the land, you realize that there are a lot of weeds on it that you need to clear them off. So you cleared everything. After that, you waited for it to dry. You bent it. So you are doing different things, but your main assignment in Angus and you have not done it. So those things are part of what you are doing, but it is not your assignment yet. So the main assignment of Jesus Christ was to establish the kingdom of God on the earth. But that kingdom of God that was to be established on the earth would, would be through the image of God, which is man. And before that kingdom would pass through man for it to manifest on the earth, man had to first go through purifications. He must first be saved. That is the buying. He must be redeemed. The weeds must be cleared off. That is the washing away of the sins by the blood. Everything must be cleared and the land must now become beautiful. That is when we say the person has been revived or let me say resurrected with Christ into a new life. Then after that the building starts. That is why being born again is just foundation. You need to build upon. So the fact that you are coming to build a house on a, on a land. God bless you, Edwin. Then you, you, bought, you, you, you just go to a place and say, I'll build the house here. Then you start building. They'll come and slap you because you have not bought any land. So you need to go through some procedures. And that is what Jesus went through. So he dying for our sins and everything was actually a pathway to what he really wanted to do. That is why if you are here as a Christian and all you are thinking about is to do good, die and go to heaven, you have missed purpose. I'm telling you, you have missed purpose. Because salvation, when you hear salvation, salvation is not just dying and going to heaven. I'm telling you, salvation is not just dying and going to heaven. When we receive the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, we should have died and just... Or, okay, look at this. When Jesus died and resurrected, the disciples believed in him, right? But when he was ascending to heaven, did he take them along? Why did he leave them here? There's an assignment to be fulfilled. They were, they were with Jesus and he was ascending. They were with, with him he was ascending. When Jesus was walking on the sea, Peter saw that. Peter said, Master, if you are the one, bid me to come. And Jesus said, come. And he walked on the sea also. But this time around, when he was ascending to heaven, Peter did not ask, if you are the one, let me join you. <laughs> he knew he was supposed to stay. Because of an assignment. We are not in a rush to go to heaven. 
if you are in a rush to go to heaven, fine, you can go. But we who understand purpose and assignment, we are here. We are bringing heaven to the earth. That is the main assignment. We are bringing down the kingdom of God to the earth. That is why Paul said, I show you a mystery. Behold, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we shall not all sleep. We shall not all die, but we shall be changed. If they have told you everybody will die in this world, it is a lie, according to scriptures. Not everybody will die. Paul said, those who won't die, they will be changed. To what? To what? Something will change in their bodies. And this mortal body, which can die when a car hits it, will be swallowed up of life. And at that point, when a car is trying to hit that body, the car will pass through the body because it is not flesh and blood anymore. That body can walk through walls. That body can ascend and descend. That body can appear to so many people at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. That is when we say we have the glorious body. And understand that the glorious body was what God gave us. We had a glorious body in the garden of eden just that that glorious body is not cannot be compared to the one we shall receive later because the one we shall receive later is higher in glory than the one we used to have in the garden of eden the one we had in the garden of eden was also a glorious body but it was not as the one we are yet to receive When man was in the Garden of Eden, his source of life was in God's glory around him. His source of life was in God's glory around him. The same way I can see, your source of covering is in the clothes you are wearing. If I take away the clothes, you are naked. So your source of covering is in the clothes you are wearing. It is the same way the source of life of man in the garden was in the glory. The glory had clothed men. And that, is, that was where life, their real life was. So they were living a life of glory. No sickness, nothing. They didn't need to fast and pray before they can see God. But when man ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he sinned against God. And so the Bible said, For all have sinned, and they have what? They have fallen short of their glory. The moment man sinned, his source of life changed from glory. So glory left. The glory that was man's source of life changed. The glory left. So now, if the glory has left, then the source of life for man has changed because when the glory left the man was still alive so what was the source of life of the man that was alive at but then it was another source called the blood so man's source of life changed from god's glory to his blood because at that point he had changed from a glorious body to 
flesh and blood. So what God is doing right now is to change this mortal body, flesh and blood, by the quickening of the Holy Ghost into the glorious body again. But this time around, the glorious body that we are going back into is higher than what we had in the Garden of Eden. So it is like we will pass through the Garden of Eden, assume that glorious body, and go a little further. Because the Garden of Eden is just the third heavens. Let me explain that a little bit for you to understand. There are 12 main realms of heaven. 12 main realms of heaven. 12 main realms of heaven. One day I'll teach on this one, not today. Because it's, it's a very lengthy um, message. 12 main realms of heaven we have the first heaven the second heaven and the third heavens second corinthians chapter 12 verse 2 paul said I knew a man in Christ about 14 years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell, God knows. Such a man was caught up in the third heavens. Now listen to what he said again. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body I cannot tell, God knows, how that he was caught up into paradise. Paul said that man was caught up into the third heavens. And later he said that man was caught up into paradise. And if you check the word paradise, the word paradise is the word 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 2 to 4. Paul is talking about a man that was caught up into the third heaven. And later he said in verse 4, the man was caught up in paradise. That is to say, paradise is the third heaven. Paradise is the third heavens. Now, if you have the Greek, if you have the Bible that has the um, Strong's Concordance, the Strong's Numbers, you can check the word paradise. somebody getting the picture here the word paradise in fact paradise actually is speaking of Eden Eden paradise speaks of Eden so Eden actually is paradise 
Now, I've explained this before. That this is what God did. This is what God did. Follow me carefully. When God wanted to make man, God opened the third heavens and caused the light that was flowing from the third heavens to hit a particular place on the earth. So, the third heavens opened and the realm, it is like switching off your your phone's touch light. You realize that the touch light will hit a particular place. Good. The touch light will hit a particular place. The light will hit a particular place in your room. But it will not fill the entire room. Is somebody getting the explanation? It's like you have switched on your phone's light, touch light, and you are focusing it on the wall. It is only the wall that will receive a certain circle of light, but the opposite wall will not receive. This is what God did. He opened the third heavens, and the light that was shining from that third heavens, he narrowed that light towards a particular place on the earth and called that place Eden. Now, this was the agenda of God, that man was the only one that could increase the scope or the circle of the light. So man was placed in Eden, and God wanted man to give birth and multiply. And as man continues to multiply in Eden, the light will be spreading, and it will now fill the entire room, not only one particular part of the wall. So God wanted Eden to fill the entire earth. But man could not fulfill that. Man did what he was not supposed to do in the garden. So when man was actually in the garden, the glory that man was receiving was actually the realm of light that was coming from the third heavens. And that was what was covering man. That was the source of life of man. So when man sinned against God and he left the Eden, the light rolled back into the third heavens. Understand that paradise paradise is the third heavens paradise is the third heavens and the third heavens manifesting itself in the realm of light on the earth is called a place called Eden I don't know if I'm getting the point of God, the point I'm making that means Eden on the earth can be no more but still there is paradise because paradise is the source of light that comes to the earth to create an Eden for God. So even though Eden was on earth, Eden was on earth. But right now, the light that made Eden Eden has been rolled back to the third heavens. And that third heavens is the paradise. It does not mean paradise has changed. Paradise is still there. So paradise is the third heavens. And when a man gets to the third heaven, there is a kind of body the man has. Because when Adam was on the earth in Eden, he was having a kind of body that looked, that was exactly the same body that any man in the third heavens could carry. 
But we, our position is not in the third heavens. We go beyond the third heavens. We go beyond. We come before the very throne of God, which is at the twelfth dimension of the heavens. We pierce, we permeate all the realms of the heavens and come before God. And he God even when God was even speaking, he said, By the blood of Jesus, come boldly. Come boldly before the throne of grace. Come boldly. That is what Jesus has done. And many of us don't have any idea. Exactly, the portal has been closed. But let me, let me tell you, there are men that have discovered the portal. People go to the third heavens every day. That is what Paul is saying. He said, I know a man who was caught up into the third heavens. That place that Jesus said to the guy, when Jesus was being crucified on the cross, two guys who were thieves were crucified with him. One said, you call yourself the Savior. Save yourself and save us. Another one said, keep quiet. We, we are thieves. We deserve what we are going through. But this man has not done anything. Then he looked in the face of Jesus and said, Jesus, when you go to your father's kingdom, look at this one. He said, when you go to your father's kingdom, remember me. All of a sudden, Jesus looked at the guy and said, today you shall be with me. Where? In paradise. In paradise, the man was talking about going to your father's kingdom, and Jesus is saying paradise. So, what is the link between the kingdom of the father and paradise? So, the kingdom of God actually started on the earth as Eden. And we all understand and know what Eden is. It is the realm of light from paradise that is on the earth. So Eden actually is like paradise on earth. So Eden, as Eden was there like that, Eden was actually God's kingdom that he wants to manifest on the earth, that he started. So the Bible said that the kingdom of God can be likened unto yeast that you put in flour and after some time it will bloat and become big. That is why when you want to get a mango tree full of mango fruits, it is only one mango seed that you put under the soil. So when God wanted to bring his kingdom to the earth, he started it with one spot called Eden. He opened a realm of heaven to shine on that place and called that place Eden. And wanted man to multiply in Eden. Then as man keeps multiplying, Eden will be spreading and taking over the earth gradually. So Eden actually was God's kingdom on the earth. And we also know that Eden is actually the realm of light from paradise that has hit the earth. So if we are here on this earth to manifest the kingdom of God, then what is God trying to say? God has packaged paradise. And he has placed paradise inside one part of him called the Holy Spirit. And he has placed the Holy Spirit inside us. So as I'm walking, there is heaven in me. My God. 
at first we used to be in paradise but now paradise is in us by the holy spirit even though paradise is still a place that we can go that is what makes christianity if you don't have faith understanding christianity will be very difficult yes let me tell you when you go to heaven right now eh, jesus christ is seated on the throne he's seated on the throne but you also say christ in me the hope of glory you, you are saying that christ is in you so if he's in you who is on the throne That is why we need to understand the work of God by the Holy Spirit. Else we can't. Exactly. How can Christ be in you and you are also in Him? How does it work? Only by the Holy Spirit. Only by the Holy Ghost. Is the secret understanding of God. There is no way a man can understand God without the Holy Ghost. That's why the Bible says no one knows what is in God except the Spirit of God. And He searches the deeper things of God unto us. He's the secret of God. It is like a man and his wife. Yeah, there are some men, if you want to kill them, connect to their wives because everything that is about them is known to their wives. To so a man's wife is his secret. Once you get the wife, when you're, when you're a man, no. It is the same way the Holy Ghost is. Once you, once you get the Holy Ghost, you know you understand God. In fact, was it not the Holy Ghost? We wouldn't have known that God can get angry. Because the Holy Ghost is God. He's God himself. But the dimension of God that can be easily known is the Holy Ghost. And he's the dimension of God too that searches the deeper part of God. If Jesus is with me, He's with me only. He's not with you. I am the only one that can know about him. That is why when Jesus was in Israel, it was only the Israelites that knew that Jesus was When Jesus was in Israel to die, it was only in Israel that they knew that Jesus was there. The people in Palestine did not know. But when Jesus left and the Holy Ghost came, the Holy Ghost did not stay in, in Israel. He entered everywhere. He entered every man's heart. And he entered into our hearts. We that are in Ghana. And we, we also believe strongly that there is a Jesus that came to die. We have believed because of the Holy Spirit.
Somebody said, please teach all nights. This is too deep, my God. <laughs> all nine teachings. Exactly. So the Holy Ghost is actually Jesus Unlimited. God, Jesus had body. Exactly. Somebody said that the place does Babylon do exist? Yes, but it is not known as Babylon. It is known as a different country. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> Babylon is there. Babylon is the devil's secret weapon. Babylon, the devil's secret weapon. And maybe one day we'll talk about Babylon in details. That is when you will, you will know. Somebody said, please, that is there any difference between the Holy Ghost and oh no, 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 no. It is just Bible, um, different versions that actually it is mostly the King James is Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, because of the kind of English that was used during that period. But there's no difference. Anybody that tries to tell there's a difference between Holy Ghost and Holy Spirit is lying. There's no difference. Somebody said, Papa, true book, my why? Oh, now me permitting me, I will. Babylon. Babylon is the devil's secret weapon. Do you know? Let me show you something. Let me just tackle this one. The main assignment of God for man was that he will establish his kingdom on the earth through man. But Babylon is man trying to establish his own kingdom through himself. Are you getting the picture now? So now, when you look at Genesis chapter 11, that is where Babylon started. That is when Babylon started. When man wanted to, men wanted to build a, kingdom, a tower and a city and get a name for themselves. And this whole thing of man trying to start a kingdom on his own was not the idea that started in man by himself. It was a push from the dark world. Because the devil understood that God wants to establish his kingdom on the earth and rule over the earth. Because God is ruling in heaven. And he, the devil, when he wanted to rule in heaven, he couldn't. God sacked him. So he has come to the earth to take rulership over the earth. And here too, God also wants to take rulership. Because I've already explained this. That there is a difference between ownership 
and create creator. Let me see. There's a difference between a creator and an owner. Are you getting the picture here? Okay, Edwin, I'll, I'll answer that question quickly for you. I'm coming. I want to say this one. I said, there is a difference between a creator and an owner. Do you know that? God created you. But until you acknowledge his lordship, it will look as if he's not the owner of your life. That is why in the period of salvation, you say, Lord, I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. And the Lord of my life, he said, as my Lord. What is Lord? The word Lord means owner. God created you, but now you are now about to make him the owner of your life or the master of your life. At that point, if he becomes the owner or the master of your life, you don't follow your own. You follow what he says. It is the same way. Toyota can make a car. Toyota Camry. They created it. But I can go and buy the car. After buying the car, I have become the owner of the car. They created it, but I am the owner. If I decide to go with to go to my village with my car, Toyota can't tell me I shouldn't. Because I've bought it. I own the car. So God created the heavens and the earth. But let me tell you, the devil is trying to fight with God over ownership, not creation. Because he knows that it is God that created it. And the ownership is what we speak about lordship. That is why the Bible says that a time is coming. All creatures in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and in the sea, they will all say that Jesus Christ is Lord. One of the deepest statements you can ever hear in the scripture, in church, is that Jesus is Lord. But people don't understand. They just take it as a slow in just Jesus is Lord is a deep statement and it is man that will make Jesus Lord on the earth if we lose that the devil is trying to take over the earth and if God if Jesus Christ will be the Lord over the earth it will be through man that's why the Bible said he's seated at the right hand of the father waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool so who will make the enemies of Jesus his footstool with the church with the church. If we fail, because the church is an entire body and Jesus is the head. He has fulfilled his assignment. It is left with the body. When you are giving birth to a child, which part of the child comes for you to say this is a normal birth? Which part of the child? The head, 
So Jesus is the head. He has already come, but it is left with the body, and the body is us. So if we decide not to play our role, the head has finished his assignment. We need to fulfill our own. And when we continue fulfilling, there will be a pushing. Then we, the entire body of the child will come out. And when the entire body of the child comes out, there will be a snatching into the hand of the Father. And that is when the glory of God will cover the earth, even as waters cover the sea. So does that mean the name given to him in his coronation is exactly, exactly, because Jesus is Jesus. There are people who are called Jesus. That is why the Bible said that Jesus, when you read the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 downwards, the word of God speaks of how Jesus humbled himself and everything and because of that, God has given him a name above every other name. That at the name Jesus, every knee should bow. Then he started saying, them that are in heaven, earth, under the earth, and the sea. Why was he saying that? This is because lordship must be given to the name. It was lordship that God placed inside the name Jesus. Because there are so many people called Jesus. Okay, also with Jerry, you can ask your question. You see, um, Can you all hear me? Exactly. Now, so you see, one of the things we need to know and understand is this. Do you know that God can open a door or let me say a job opportunity for you to get and when you go there you can mess up? Do you know? Was it God that caused you to mess up? So who did the messing up? Exactly. Exactly. It is the same way that Hezekiah prayed to God and said, God, look at all that I've done for you. This, 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 this. Why won't you let me live again? And God gave him 15 more years. But he messed up. It was not God that caused him to mess up. He messed up by giving birth to another son who became the king of Israel and led them outside the ways of God.
It was his messing up, not God. So, this one cries to tell you something that sometimes what God has said concerning us, a man's own character and behavior can change it. When God said you will be a prophet, you are not praying, you are not fasting, you are not studying the scriptures, you are always sleeping on the bed, eating everything. And you want to one day wake up and you start seeing angels? Oh no, it won't be the, the angel that God is re- releasing. Maybe it is Ajagraja that you will see. Hmm. Because Jesus said in Mark 16 that those who believe in my name, they will heal the sick, etc. But we have seen Christians use the name Jesus million times and still no, no show. What can be the missing ingredient? <laughs> I like that. Now I know it's not just about mentioning the name. Now Proverbs 18.10 says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous runs into it and finds safety. Can you please explain the mystery here? Does it mean that the name that in my, in my name that Jesus said mighty actually... I'm not getting here. So does it mean that in my name that Jesus said might actually be a place? Oh yes, I've said this before. The name of Jesus is a place. The name of Jesus is a place. That is what the Bible didn't say at the mention of the name Jesus. No. He said, at the name Jesus. Just read that scripture. He said, wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus. said, at the name. And when you use the word at, we are speaking of a place. Exactly. It is a place. The name of Jesus is actually a place in the realm of the spirit. Do you know that this paradise we are talking about, when you go there, there is a place in paradise called Abraham's bosom. How many of us remember that a certain Lazarus went there? Abraham's bosom is a place. It is a place in paradise. Jesus prayed a prayer in the book of John 17 and he said to the Father, he said, I have kept them in your name. I have kept them in your name. The name of the Lord is a place. It is not just by mentioning it. Exactly. You need to get to that place before, let me tell you, most of these men of God are doing mighty things. They know and they understand. They know and they understand. That is why I keep telling people, we need to sit down and study things about God and know more. Yet pray too much. Everybody wants to catch a revelation in the Bible and come and, and preach. And we don't know what the whole thing means. 
Exactly. So whilst I was with them in their world, I kept them in thy name. So he kept them in the name of God. And what is the name of God? What is the name of God? One day we'll talk about that one too. The name of God is not God. God is not a name. And we we'll go deep into the name, which is Yod Hey Vav Hey, that many say Yahweh, others will say Jehovah, based on where they are coming from. But we'll go deep into that and explain things into details, so you really know what it means. And you know that the devil has twisted this name, and is using it in a different way. Do you know that I was explaining this when we went to Atria? The Bible said that the name of the Lord is what a strong tower. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And when you read the book of Genesis chapter 11, when men wanted to, the men wanted to build a tower, what were they trying to do? And that tower that men wanted to build, they were building a tower and a city so that they could get a name. For themselves. Let's read that scripture. Genesis chapter 11. Look at these three words. Tower, city, name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. And I see. The Bible said. And the, the whole earth was of one language and of one speech and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a place in the land of Shinar and dwelt there verse 3 and they said one to another let us make brick and bend them thoroughly and they had brick for stone and slime they had also for mortar verse 4 and they said let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven I will talk about this Whose top may reach unto heaven. Not that they are building the things that are heaven. It is not possible. That's not what they were trying to say. It is an idiomatic expression. It has a serious meaning. I will explain when I'm talking about the name of God. Now, and let us make us a name. So they were building a tower, a city, and a name. And Proverbs 18 tells us the name, the name of the Lord is a tower. So what were these people trying to say? It was a certain fueling ability and a force from the dark world for them to stand and mimic the name of God. And the name of God is God's glory. We don't joke with God's name. If you try to attack, I said the highest attack a man can attack God is to attack his name. Because his name is his integrity. So the devil wanted to hit God so hard. Because everything in this world that God has made, God made everything in this world in a way, in a certain calculation that links with God's name.
exactly exactly god's name hey god's name he doesn't joke with his name he has exalted his name above himself so what at all is the name and what is in the name and what did the devil see about the name and what was he trying to do to the name <laughs> i'll talk about it um god gave me this revelation around 2014 <laughs> and it blew my mind i'm telling you Do you let me try and explain some mamin card ketiketi bi nchere ho ha that tower that was built by the people follow me bow that tower that was built by the people in genesis chapter 11 when you look and study history you will know that the tower had a certain shape and the shape of that tower was exactly like the dna the human dna that kind of staircase that is like a snake I think I've said this thing here some time ago. Exactly. That is how the tower of Babel looked like. Yes, it is called a helix, great. It is exactly the way to heaven. That is the same staircase or the stairs that Jacob saw when he slept on a stone on at a place called Bethel. and the word bethel means the house of god the house of god so what is the house of god and what is its relation to that helical shape kind of stairs and what does it have in relation to god understand that that helical stairs that jacob saw was going straight to the father to the father to the father so if you climb that helical stairs you are actually going to see the father and understand that the shape of the tower of babel was also like the helical helical um stairs and they were they said they were making this to reach the topmost part of heaven what were they trying to see i won't say that one for today but it had a link to the father and the whole thing also looks like the dna that is why it is the dna too that we can use to decode a father of the child and when the father of the child is decoded that is why it is also the father of a child that names the child when a mother names a child it is an error it is a father that name so now this whole thing is also linking to naming it is speaking of a name are you getting the picture now exactly so they were building the tower knowing perfectly that the name of the lord is a strong tower and that name of the lord actually is what god gave to jesus in the book of philippians 
chapter 2. That name of God is what God gave to Jesus. That at that name, every knee bows. Then what is that name? What is that name? Oh, I'm telling you, the devil, he knows a lot. He knows a lot. He knows a lot. He knows what to do to a young prophet to, to, to distract him from seeing visions from God. He knows. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, he knows a lot. That is why if you're a believer and you don't know what is going on in this world, Lord, my marriage, my traveling, Lord, my, 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 I need money, I need car, you know, I want to go to Japan, pine, pine, pine. <laughs> we are missing a whole lot. We are missing a whole lot. And there are many believers today, they don't know that the devil is preparing war against with the human beings on the earth, with the church, the believers. They don't know that the devil is raising an army. And part of the army are the people who are the giants on the earth that God used the, that rain to wipe away all of them. They don't know that these giants, the Nephilim, are also part of the devil's army. <laughs> those of you in U.S., those of you in U.S., there is a place in U.S. when you are moving out of um, Florida, there is a place in the sea called Bermuda Triangle. Those of you there, those of you in U.S., you know this. At that place, it is the sea, but there is a deep hole. And there's a strong force at that place. And that hole inside the sea, the sea is actually moving in a second in a second with tough speed. Any aeroplane that wants to fly over that place, there is a force that will pull the aeroplane inside. In fact, the aeroplane will get missing out of the compass. And the GPS, they will not they will not see it again. So what is going on? I want to open your eyes a little bit. All those Nephilim and all those beings that were wiped away by the, the, the rings, that is where they are housed. That is where they are housed. That is where those Nephilim and those beings, high, highly powerful demonic beings, that's where they dwell. Principalities. And they release attacks against Florida a lot. And if you are in the US, you, you understand what I'm saying. Florida, if you are looking for the place where high occultism goes on, it's Florida. A lot of evil things go on 
in Florida. Like highly spiritual things. Highly spiritual. Alright, no problem. Right after here, I'll upload the message. I'll upload the message. So you can download and listen. People of God. I know genuine men of God in Florida, they are struggling. They are struggling because the forces are heavy. <laughs> they are struggling. And Las Vegas as well. Yeah. I think one of these days, when we are talking about the destiny of nations, I'll let you know what Babylon is. The true definition of Babylon. You realize that when the people were building the altar, God came to confuse them, their language. And that tower, that's what, listen to what the Bible called. The tower was called the Tower of Babel. And it is out of Babel that we had Babylon. So what at all is Babylon? Babylon is the devil's secret weapon. It says, Babylon is not just her. That is why when there was, when God was showing visions, a, a dream about kingdoms, the kingdoms of this world that will come. In Babylon, Daniel the prophet was there, but God never showed him that vision. He showed it to Nebuchadnezzar, who was the king of Babylon. Why did God show him that dream? This is a matter of kingdoms. It is a matter of kingdoms. We are not here to come and marry, give birth, die and go to heaven. What kind of revelation is that? Who taught you that? The assignment is too huge. It is beyond marrying. Sometimes when the assignment hits you to the core, some of you, some of you can not even marry. Yes, you can ask Jesus. Marriage was not on his plan. It was not in his book. Ne- not at all. A humanist son. I'm telling you. It would have been to selfish mindsets. Man of God, pray for me. I need breakthrough. It is good. Breakthroughs are good. Yes, because sometimes it is the devil that is hijacking the breakthrough. And God must work things out. Cut off the hands of the enemy so that the breakthrough will be released. But the breakthrough is being released for another higher purpose. Not for you to feel good and comfortable only. Oh, I'm not saying marriage is not good. Marriage is a good thing. Marriage is a very, very good thing. Myself, I will marry. So please... If you get to a point and you know you need a helper, marry. Yes, and I'm going to give birth to 19, 19 children. My first short twins. Oh yeah, 19. And all the 
they will all carry the gospel to the nations. The devil is in trouble.、Mm. Eh. So get ready. Anointed gifty. Two of my children will be with you. Ohima. Two of my children will be with you. So prepare. <laughs> And also for 19, 19, uh, giddy giddy giddy. They are not she any be. All right, so God bless you. I think I will take the last question. I don't know, but um, the last time we were able to exceed four hours. I don't know if today too we can go beyond four hours. Um, so let's see. So you can ask the last question. Let me answer because we have about two minutes. Under normal circumstances, for this session to end, if it doesn't end, then it means we will carry on. But if it ends,、um, no problem, I'll upload the message. Okay, and another gift I have, I have a lot of work to do. The Lord is my helper. Also, I can start another session right after this one. I can start another session right after this one. Yeah. Edwin said, please, the four winds of heaven. Do you want to know? Hey. I don't know more capayas. So, there is a, that's why I said there's a battle that is going to happen. When you read scriptures, it is called the Battle of Armageddon. It is not going to be a battle with bows and arrows, swords and guns and shootings. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is a battle of miracles. When I say miracles, we are not talking about healing the sick and raising the dead. It is about power dimensions. So, at that point, if you have not been changed, as Paul said, you find yourself wanting. Yeah. God bless you, my brother, Prophet George. God bless you. God bless you, Prophet of God. Alright, also for us, for the four winds, we have the four winds of the earth. Yeah. God bless you. The four winds of the earth. There are winds in heaven as well, but they differ from the ones we have on the earth. And. Each and every wind has a meaning and an assignment. And I've already explained that there is a certain dimension of compass with God, a certain directional thing with God. 
when God says that go to the east, it means get away from me. So, in the times of when we read scriptures, anybody that moves to the east is moving away from God because. According to the directional states of God, God is positioned in the West. So anybody, and the West is actually, when you bring it to the cardinal points of Okay, when you bring it to the um, normal cardinal points um, on the earth, the east is where the sun rises, and the west is where the sun sets. So in Chi, the east is called a Pue, because only we are a Piefri, and the west is called a Toye, because only we are a Koto. And the north is called a Tifi, and the south is called and therefore, now all these parts have serious meanings when it comes to God. Now the thing is, when you look at God's um, systems, you realize that where Jerusalem was, direct. East was where Babylon was. So Babylon was the direct movement away from God. So if Daniel is in Babylon and he's praying, he must open his window towards Jerusalem, which is the west. And pray to God. And that is why Nebuchadnezzar declared that thing shouldn't happen. Nobody should open. He was not even talking about Daniel. He said nobody should open any, should look at any western side to pray to any God. Hmm. This would they understand things. Also, they understand things. But many of us, we don't know anything. We are just walking about, you know. We just don't know. We don't know God's cardinal points. And let me tell you, there are even two kinds of whirlwinds. Whirlwinds when you come to the earth. There are whirlwinds. And when we speak of a whirlwind, we are speaking of a wind that is blowing in like a circular way. And you know, in Chi they call it motiamframa. But not all whirlwinds are motiamframa. Not all whirlwinds are multi and frama. Somebody should read the book of Nehum, chapter 1, verse 3. Nehum, chapter 1, verse 3. Good. Nehum, chapter 1, verse 3. The Bible says, The Lord is slow to anger. And great in power, and will not at all acquit the wicked. Now, listen to this carefully. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. So, the whirlwind is the way of God. One of the ways, one of the ways of God is whirlwind. 
And one of the ways of God too is thunder. Another way of God is lightning. So the Bible said the time came when Jezebel said that he's going to kill Elijah for killing the, to all the 450 prophets. Elijah ran away and went to hide in a cave. And when he was in the cave, the Bible says some things happened. Thunder manifested and God was not in it. A whirlwind came to pass and God was not in it. Good. So he, and he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great strong wind rent the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after, after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. <laughs> you see, so a wind came to pass, but God, so there is a wind that God is in, and there is a wind that God is not in. Nehum chapter 1, verse 3 says that God has his way in the whirlwind. So not all whirlwinds are for dwarfs, some are actually the way of God. I have heard the testimony of a man. He was in, he was going, he was walking on a certain park and he saw a whirlwind. And all of a sudden he went to stand in, he stepped in the whirlwind. And the whirlwind moved around him for like one minute. And the whirlwind just moved away and disappeared. Then the guy went to sleep. In the night, an angel appeared to him. And the angel said, Why did you stand in my way? I was sent to go to perform this assignment. And you came to stand in my way. What do you want? And he started telling the angel, I want this, I want this, I want this. And the angel said, Okay. The angel went to God. And one time he was praying in a vision. This man was somebody that has the eyes to see you. So sometimes, well, winds that we see are not actually. Dwarfs, it could be an angel of God, it could be a different spirit being passing, and that spirit being can be of God or not of God. So, the question is, how would you know that this whirlwind is from God and this one is not from God? Okay, I'll answer this question not today. God bless you. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Somebody should read Zechariah chapter 9, verse 14. Zechariah chapter 9, verse 14. 
Not all whirlwinds are evil. Get that. Look at this. Zechariah chapter 9 verse 4. The Bible said, And the Lord shall be seen over them, and his arrow shall go forth as the lightning. That is one of the ways that I said God manifest. And the Lord God shall blow the trumpet, and shall go with whirlwinds of the south. The Lord, he shall go with whirlwinds of the south. What is whirlwinds of the south? Whirlwinds of the south are actually speaking of a whirlwind that moves from the south to north and north to south. So that is the movement of God. Any whirlwind you see, calculate whether it is from the north to the south or from the south to the north, it is of God. How would you know this is south and north, this is north and south? Check where the sun is shining from. It is the east. Are you getting the picture here? So if you check where the sun is coming, shining from and is the, you know it is the east, and you realize that the sun is shining, the, the whirlwind is moving from that place where the sun is shining from to the other side. It means this whirlwind is from the east to the west. It is not of God. We are speaking of whirlwinds. Exactly. All right. So we need to understand some of these things. It will help. Please, I'm not saying when you see a whirlwind, calculate and step in the whirlwind. <laughs> these are certain things we need to know. And sometimes you, you don't need to step in it. You need to speak. Because most of, most of the times, they are easy portals to get what you want to get. So sometimes when you see a whirlwind and you calculate and you know, no, this one is coming from the north to south or from the south to the north. You just go stand somewhere and say, Lord, 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 let there be a release of grace. Let there be a release of anointing. Let there be a release of this, 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 this. It is a specific season. Some of the what class of angels go through whirlwinds? <laughs> or some of you want to take me somewhere? Are you sure you can carry this thing at that? <laughs> <laughs> you can't carry you, you can't carry. <laughs> now, one of the things you need to know and understand is that during what the Bible said, the Bible said, I and I saw Satan. Fell, he fell down like lightning. Have you have you read that scripture before? Or have you seen that scripture?
great. So, there are angels that, and you know, lightning is of a high speed. Thunder is also of a high speed. Exactly. Evil. There is nothing that is faster than the light, the speed of light. And when, when those that were studying these things in physics, we didn't understand. But when God started taking us into certain deeper spiritual truths and the scriptures, some of these things became real to us. I love physics. Physics is very beautiful. My goodness. I had A1 in physics. And I had A1 in elective maths. I love physics. So those of you who don't, who don't like physics, come for fresh baptism. Oh, those times when we were in senior high school, they used to study by near Shiankasa. Our focus was not so much on the ministry. And when we came to the university, in a born chain, and then, and then, ah, Jerry, you are there, you are there. Powerful. So it's good. Physics is good. If you study physics a lot, you start understanding life and how God made things. And in fact, God is God actually is mathematics and God is science. Oh, fine. So when you put your in somebody else, I also got A in P. Also, we got good that you are there. Powerful crap. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful, Jerry. That's powerful. Also, that English and social studies for them, they leave them alone. They won't go to heaven. They can spoil your, your certificate. Ah! Biology are getting in a social studies. Those will, they will, they will, they will, God will judge them. <laughs> God will judge them. They will go to every girl and say, Wow, sharp. E elective math, Krani Penya, which is social studies. What is in social studies? What is in social studies? 
So just there is just four words. Four words per social amenities. <coughs> oh no, they gave me B2. It's it's poor the whole thing. So, so leave, leave the social people alone. They are doing social studies. We, too, we are here doing spiritual studies. They were able to do yoga. Spiritual and social. And you see, I want, this thing is leading me somewhere. That is why most of the things we call social media actually is not social media. There is a spiritual force backing this thing we call social media. Don't let anybody deceive you. That was just social life that we are having, you know, this social, social. Do you understand social? And do you know this world? Do you know this world well? Somebody just went to the club. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. My, my friend is there. I wanted to call my friend. My friend, I should just come and wait for him there. The atmosphere alone changed the person's mind. The atmosphere alone. Well, I see. Edwin said, a friend here says Instagram doesn't recommend his worship channel on Explore because... They said he sees Jesus too much. Look at all these things. Some of the people that actually brought out these things that we call social media, we have jumped towards and things. Do you know their sources? Hey, let me tell you. Wealth, wealth, wealth. There is no way a person can get to a certain height of wealth. I'm telling you. Wealth. God said, I am the one that gave the power to make wealth. So, for you to make wealth, you need power. Where from that power? Deuteronomy 8.18 God is the one that gave it power to make wealth. Yeah, when you see people like Bill Gates... When you see those kind of people who are wealthy and those kind of things, my dear. There is a spirit in charge of this. It is either it is of God or not of God. The spirit that maketh rich, the power that maketh rich in God is called blessing. 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 So the Bible said, it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. There is no blessing, so blessing, blessing. It is a personality. And the one that maketh rich in the dark world is called mammon. 
It is either you're on the side of a blessing, it is either you are blessed or you are mammonized. That is my own English. You will not find it in any dictionary. Look at all the scriptures. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Who doesn't add sorrow with it? The blessing of the Lord. People of God, let's understand these things. You see somebody with money in a car, this, 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 then you just want to. Not everybody that has money is blessed. Exactly. So let us open our eyes. Social media. Right now you go to YouTube, a video you don't want to watch, that will be the first. Sometimes when you open YouTube, some of the adverts that come. It looks like, oh yeah, they're over here. Because where to go off or cancel that advert will not appear on the screen. I just say advert now after about five seconds. Nonsense. Yes, there is a definite blessing that is responsible for wealth. It, in fact, he is called blessing. He is a person. And when I'm talking about the name of God, I'll let you know him. Somebody said, is the Lord having a spirit called the spirit of Mammon? Mammon himself, Mammon himself is a being. It's a strong being. A strong spirit being. Eh? Some of the adverts just say, oh, they don't call that. And there are some of when well, some of the adverts when you want to watch a video, it will the advert will just be the first thing that will come. And they will write something. Video will start after ad ends. Ah. Yes, the advert may end there. So video no Come to phone Eh, some of them will skip here and skip here. I will not be nonsense. Is it my bando? <laughs> so, if you don't want ads and all those kind of things, you have to buy YouTube Premium. Edwin said, whenever I try to listen to secular songs, I feel very uneasy and uncomfortable. Great. It is the Holy Ghost resisting that. It is the Holy Ghost resisting that. Someone said, Papa, please, what does it mean if someone says you have a strong spirit? It is a broad term. But honestly, having a strong spirit, 
has a great link with your conscience. Having a strong spirit. Have a great link with your conscience. And I think I have to talk about this. But I'll talk about this God willing next month, January. Because of something I want to hide for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Having a strong spirit. You need a pure conscience, a good conscience, to have a, a, a strong spirit. Else, oh, a lot of things will go wrong. Okay, Ephraim Zevapa, please, the moon to me didn't explain. Okay. I don't know, the, the, is it moon to or mean team or... Now... When you come to science and psychology, they call there is one part that they call sleep paralysis. Can you all hear me, please? Okay. They call it sleep paralysis. But some are highly spiritual. They are just defining it from psychological perspective. But some are spiritual. So not all those kind of experiences are spiritual. Some are just things. Good. And let me let me just explain things for you to understand. That mean team thing, the, the ones that are actually spiritual. Yeah, it is actually a cobweb. A cobweb. And tin time that was thrown. To a person. And let me tell you something. In the dark world, Opa, they are adding very hard to break a cobweb. Very hard. It is harder than any metal in this world. very hard and when you go to the dark world it is very expensive so not everybody has cobwebs trying to capture their faces and things no if your family witches are really wicked and rich in 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 the spirit they can buy that thing and release it at you it is very, 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 very expensive. Very, somebody can buy it at a price of 20 pesos. Somebody doesn't understand. And when you go into the dark world, if you give somebody 50 Ghana, it is an insult. It looks like you have not given the person anything. When you give a person 5,000 Ghana cities, it's a great insult. Because things have turned upside down. 10 pesos is the highest money. It is hard to find. It is hard to get 10 pesos in the dark world. Exactly. Hey, there are some witches when you go to the dark world. But the way they are rich, 
But physically, nothing, nothing, nothing they get. Nothing. <laughs> Somebody said, I want to visit them. Hey, okay, you can come to Ghana. You go to Bechim, Bechim, in Kwanta. Uh, you need to take also uh, I'll be there you so you take you try to plane ticket in Ebra Obanaco Bitchin Draws Ope Um Witchcraft Covid no open so we know more experiences in it. Yeah or more employable for five days be hmm. No, no, no. Somebody said, is it always that when you are covered with cobwebs? What? I don't understand the word covered. You can be walking and um, you might come across a certain kind of cobweb thing, maybe around your, your, your face, your arm. That might not be anything um, spiritual. It might be normal. But when you are walking in the middle of the road, where about 50 people have passed and nobody experienced anything, now you have experienced that thing, my dear, pray. Pray. You are following 50, about five people. Ubi Nobody did. Mm, 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 nobody did that. You need to. You need to rise up and pray. But when it comes to that mean thing, thing they release the cobweb in its full power. That is, what it can hide. It can hijack every part of you. You, you cannot raise your head. You cannot talk. You can. You cannot do anything. <laughs> sure. Very, very, you know. That is one aspect. That is one aspect. And there's another dimension too that is also spiritual. That can be when a spirit being is passing around your area, especially at the back of your house. Or the spirit being enters your room, or the spirit being passed in front of your house, you can experience that thing. I remember when I was around 2014, I had an experience like that. But then I was not really sleeping, I was praying, and I was dozing off a little bit, and that thing came. And immediately the thing came, my eyes opened. And I saw an old woman standing at the back of my window and she was jumping. That was what she was doing. She was just jumping. My, it was only my eyes that were open. I couldn't talk. I couldn't move my hand. But I was seeing the woman jumping. Then after she jumped for a while, 
she moved. And the moment she left, the thing also left. So it was a spirit being that was passing that brought that experience. Vivian. Vivian said, I've experienced it and it's scary, especially when I sleep facing up. Then we need to pray. It, it might be something. Sometimes it could be that there's a spirit being in your room. And that is the position of that spirit being. Sometimes. Both, both good and bad spirit. But let me tell you, when it comes to the good spirits, there is no fear in it. And it doesn't last for long. Mostly it, it is because of the aura that is around the spirit beings. An angel of God can appear to you and you can fall down physically flat. You won't be able to talk. And so pray. Vivian, pray. It could be that is why sometimes eh, if you are going to, um, to rent an apartment, I will be a decatlemuda. You need to do a lot of sanctifications and purifications. Especially those of us who are who are men of God. That we sleep at hotels and those places. You the hotel you are going to sleep to minister, no? If you have a Buddha and Bali's We could be good and balance who we are, honey. You change the best friend now, Obai. And you know the spirits that were there. You do go out, Koji, for girls, or the other lady, and what chili didn't the number. So, whilst he's they are doing the dambalis and everything, the spirits are there. Okay, Jerry. Jerry, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. Okay. You see, let me let me explain things to you. Sometimes eh, when you are about to sleep, when you are close to sleep, and when it comes to sleep, I've actually um thought about this, but it was not on pod being so I will actually go into details one of one time, maybe next time. When you're about to sleep, a lot of things happen before you finally like falls into sleep. A lot of things happen. Can you all hear me, please? Good, good. So when you are about to sleep, there is going to be a movement of your a part of your soul out of your body to have experiences. And those experiences that you have 
that your, the part of your soul has left to receive actually is what comes to you in the form of dreams. So now, it starts from because you are conscious of yourself. You know, say, I'm the one sleeping on the bed. But the exact time you fall into sleep, you don't know. You can't say, Oh, I slept at 8 15. Exactly. You, you will not know. Because at that point, you have been shifted from consciousness to a different state. So you move from consciousness to the subconscious. And moving from consciousness to subconscious, there is a path. Should I say a path? There's a time. So when you ask about when you accumulate all those periods now, I say, oh, oh, person, oh, down, person, uh-huh, that kind of period, no? is when you are switching from consciousness to subconscious. And mostly at that point, you are about having engagement with spirit beings. Because as your soul is about to leave, not your entire soul, but a part of your soul is about to leave to have experiences, it is going to a certain realm. And that realm that your soul is about to go to, there are beings that dwell there. And those beings might see you as a threat. It is like this. It is like you are in your room and all of a sudden somebody is banging the door around 12 a.m. What will come to your mind? All of a sudden, you, you, if you're a man, you can go and pick shovel. <laughs> can go, you, you can just go and pick something like an, a, a matchet. Because you are expect, you think that somebody wants to you know, cause a harm to you. It is the same way. When you are about falling into sleep, From conscious state to the subconscious, there are beings also that dwell in the subconscious state in the mental realm. There is a realm called mental realm, it is where the mental part of your, your soul have experiences. I've thought about this before. Not all dreams are the same. So I said, Papa, please, when you were talking about, well, when I was sleeping and I started dreaming about it. Okay, sure. This, you want to shift my message to, to um, dreams. <laughs> you get it? So, when you're about, to, you're about to switch from conscious state to the subconscious state. There are beings that dwell in the subconscious. It is like you are knocking, you are knocking. When they are about to leave, they know you, somebody is trying to come here. So sometimes they can quickly attack you from that place. And when they realize that it is not an attack against them, they can go back. And it is not supposed to be always. Honestly, it is not supposed to be always. Good. It's not supposed to be always. Sometimes you can just sleep, but most of the times, a time where God is about to take you to that realm to show you some deeper things about your life, about somebody's life, about something that the dream is heavy, that is when that thing will happen. It could be that baby and uncle professor will pay that part of your soul to know. And what God wants to reveal to you, there are the people that will come and attack. 
Yes. Oh, don't you know that when you are when you are in your room and you are playing um other miracle song while you are asleep. It will appear to you in the dream that you are with Elder Miracle. Sometimes you are with Elder Miracle, or sometimes you are the one even singing like Elder Miracle. It happens. Because at that point, yeah, at that point, the words you are hearing, dreams are actually words. Dreams are words that forms thoughts. I think one day I have to talk about dreams. I've, I've thought on this before. Understand this. Eh? Before a man dreams, eh, the first part of the man's senses that is open is not the eyes, it is the ears. It is the ears. And the book of Job made mention of that. The book of Job made mention of that. I'm coming. I'm coming. Vivian. Oh, sorry. Let me check. So, Papa, there is this experience I had one time. My mind was still... Was still, and all of a sudden, my soul split. I could feel myself on the bed and out of the bed. It started with a heavy vibration. I could control my body with my mind. It felt as if I was about to see something. I became scared, closed my eyes, and I regained consciousness. The next day, I was lightheaded and sensitive to light the whole day. Okay. 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 Hmm. Uh, this experience can be godly and it can be ungodly but mostly the aftermath effect of the experience actually can tell where it is coming from god bless you edwin the bible said in job chapter 33 verse 15 so um vivian i'm coming said in a dream in a vision of the night when deep sleep falls upon men in slumbers upon the bed then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction he opens the ears of men and seals so it is the ears that first opens and i'm telling you all these senses we have they link they link together they link all these senses we have that is why haven't you um sometimes you had cold cold kata and you were trying to you know bring out the flames and all of a sudden it looked like your ears had been blocked for a while and when the, the moment the thing came out of your nose, it looked like your ears opened again. Have you experienced that thing before? Exactly. So there is a link. Haven't you put something in your nose and it appeared in your mouth before? So it will be that. 
Exactly. So there are pathways to all the senses we have. There is a way from your mouth to your eyes. You just don't know. There is a way from your nose to your eyes. You just don't know. I watched, I think, um, yeah. I think America's Got Talent also. Somebody placed something in the nose and the thing came out of the person's eyes. It is not magic. It is not magic. The person has developed like the way. So Vivian, yeah, that experience you had, eh, not everybody knows, anytime you sleep, eh, there is a part of your soul that leaves your body, but you don't even know. All that you see is that you are, you are dreaming. You don't see when your soul leaves your body, and you don't even see when your soul comes back. But when it comes to a point where you become aware that you are leaving your body and that you are coming back to your body, it speaks a lot. First, it can mean that your senses have been highly sharpened to pick these things. Second, it can also mean that it is a spirit that has come to call you. I said, most people get experiences. As for dreams, people dream. And anytime you sleep, you dream. But when you dream, you don't see that your soul left your body and you saw how your soul left and you moved through your door and you appeared here. You, di you didn't see all that. All that you saw was that you were with Mamiakia walking about. And my miracle wanted to beat you and you ran away and this and this and this and this and you woke up you didn't see that you came back to your room you slept back in your body you didn't see all those things but if you are somebody that sees that that you can come out of your body and see a part of your soul standing and your body on the bed at the same time first it can mean that your senses have been sharpened to pick that Second, it can mean that it is a certain spirit that has come to call you. And that spirit can be a godly spirit or an ungodly spirit. Are you getting the picture here? Yeah. I remember those times when, um, before I, I entered into the realm of saying that um, my spirit has been carried. I have entered here. I have entered here in the prophetic. That's how it started. I was lying in my sofa. And all of a sudden, I felt like I was leaving my body. Then I was, I, I, I was a bit afraid. It came the second time. The third time it came. Still. So I was actually trying to cut this because I didn't understand what was going on. Then I went to talk to my father in the Lord. And he said, yes. He prayed into it and he said, this is... Um, God trying to open you up to a certain realm. It is an angel that is calling you to be free. So I fasted. 
at that period, if you are in that period, if you keep experiencing some of these things, fast and pray. Fast and pray. Fast and pray. Because there is something fasting can do to a man. It can make the man's soul less of weight that can carry him to so many places. At that point, leaving your body to a place where God wants to take you to will be very easy. Because food, food can prevent you from diving into deeper dimensions of the spirit. I'm telling you the gospel truth. You look at people that, that fast a lot and look at their spiritual experiences. Highly, highly deep. So fast. Fasting opens you up to a lot of spiritual experiences. It makes your soul less of junk. So that you can... See the way I said the junk? Uh Someone said, can it be that your soul will not come back after living? Because I also had an experience when I was in the university. It was like something was missing from me. And when someone was talking, I could hear the person from afar. And I couldn't understand things going on around me. This happened for about a week until Bishop Dad came to do healing Jesus Crusade on campus before I felt okay. You see, let me explain things to you. Go back to my podcast and download the message on man man when you download that message you understand you will understand dimensions of man now when we say a person's soul it is not just one small entity so as we when we say your soul just as when we say your body you have a hand a leg a stomach, a thigh, buttocks, and the rest. So is your soul. There are parts of your soul. And your body is made in such a way that your hand cannot leave the rest of your body to do something and come back later. But as for your soul, it can. Because the makeup and the, and the um, material that was used to make your soul is different from the, the one that was used to make your body. Are you getting the picture? Good. So your soul is much more flexible than this body. So there are parts of your soul that can live. So when you dream, it is not your whole soul that lives. When your whole soul leaves your body, you are dead. When the entire soul leaves a person's body, that is death. Because when your entire soul leaves your body, your entire soul lives with your spirit. That is when the Bible says that just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Your spirit will never leave your, your body until your entire soul is living. When your spirit is leaving your body, it is carrying along your entire soul. But parts of your soul can live and have experiences. 
That is why when you look at your soul, there is a part of your soul called emotions. So you can get an emotional dream. There is a part of your soul called your mental. The mind. So you can get a mental dream. It is different from an emotional dream. Are you getting the picture? Good. So there are so many parts of your soul. Then you can get dreams based on these parts. When you dream and you see your ex and you realize still in the dream that this one is my ex and you spoke about something, let's say in, in the physical times you told him not to go to a certain lady's house and in the dream you saw him, you knew that this one was your ex and the ex, your ex went to that lady's house and you start fighting with him. Didn't I tell you not to go to the person's house? This one, what dream are you having now? Is it a mental dream, an emotional dream? Which is which? Hey, some are saying, okay, we'll be see both. So you see, so this dream that you saw your ex and you were fighting with your ex, this, 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 I told you not to go to Julie's house. You went there. What did you go there to do? This, 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 and you started fighting, started fighting. Started fighting with your, with your, with your ex in a dream. That dream and the dream that Solomon had when God appeared to him. And God said, what do you want? And he said, I need wisdom. And God gave him wisdom. And the guy woke up from a dream and he was the wisest man on the earth. Are those two dreams the same? Hey, I'm seeing some things going on on the page right now. I just don't want to talk. Because if I talk, Anua Pakus Abelegudu Akatayas. Somebody said, What if you dream and you are talking to your ex? And someone said in the dream it's time to go and your ex end up crying and you try to comfort him or her eh, this this one is still both emotional <laughs> and mental let me explain some things to you let me explain some things <laughs> that, that most of you ladies eh, you like about 90% of your dreams are emotional dreams. I'm telling you. 
So you only dream about your guy. You saw your guy. He was moving here, going to talk to another person. Then you go, Kwame, I had a certain dream about you yesterday. It was not good. Kwame said, What is it? I saw you walking with a certain lady. Kwame will get angry. He said, Oh, they won't soon die. Above our best route. Debia, my see. Debia, my see. What is it? Edwin, are you Kwame? Ah, Kwame, it's not my fault. <laughs> so you have to understand. Others are dreaming and having experiences with Archangel Gabriel. In a dream, the same dream, you, you are seeing your ex. Apostle Joseph Suleiman said there's a kind of sleep called siesta. He said, once others are seen in the Gabriel, you are seeing Esther. <laughs> there are so many ways you can get dream. Please, this um, topic dreams is a whole lot. If I try to pick it piece by piece, piece by piece, I will end up confusing you. So please, I will pick it one day and take it one by one and explain things into details. So I beg, get this, understand. Having to realize that those of you who play football all the time, all the time, all the time, most of the times you will dream seeing yourself playing football. Those of you who work at the hospital, most of the time you see yourself at the hospital most of you who, who love to be in the kitchen you can be in the kitchen for about 24 hours a day most of your dreams will be about yourself in the kitchen the bible said dreams come about by many businesses Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 3. Bible says, For a dream coming through the multitude of business, and a fool's voice is known by a multitude of ways. So, the multitude of, of business actually speaking of what actually you, you, you find yourself doing most of the times in the, in the day. It is what mostly you end up dreaming about because the anomaly is swollen and then you have the code I am. Someone said, I'm wondering, those who don't remember their dreams, does evil spirit come to steal it or what? You see, this is why I said, if I try to, the question is actually picking it piece, 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 piece. And if I try to say, it will get you confused. Because dreams, eh? Many people don't understand dreams. But one of the easiest ways 
to forget your dream. Ah, mostly, no, 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 So, it is your soul that must bring everything to your brain for you to start recalling them bit by bit. So, when you, when, you, when you wake up from sleep, there must be a synchronicity between the part of your soul that traveled and your human body, your physical brain. So, when that happens, what your, the part of your soul saw releases it straight to the, your brain. Then you begin to pick. The signal so it will start coming piece by piece. So you, you just see one scene of the dream, it will not be the beginning, it might be the middle. Then, once you are just there, quiet, it will start coming, it will start reflecting bit by bit. But once you start picking a phone, your brain has switched to the phone, it will never connect to the part of your soul that wants to talk to your brain, it will never connect. So your, your, your brain will start focusing on the phone and all those physical things. You are, hey, I'm late for work. Let me go and bath. You go and bath. You do this. You are thinking of the job. You are thinking of it. When you are late, this and this. And by the time you realize, you have forgotten everything. So I'm teaching you something practical here. When you wake up from sleep, don't quickly jump up from the bed. Even if you are late for an exam, s still lie down and recall the dream. It could be that God was showing you the examination question. So if you quickly jump and get go there, you write nonsense. All right, all right, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you and keep you all strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. We've been here for four hours. We've been here for four hours. We give God all the praise. We give God all the praise. We give God all the praise. All right. So, God willing,、um, tomorrow in the evening, we are going to meet for another session. Today, I wanted to be a blessing to us. And right after here, I'm going to upload the message so you can go back and download and listen to it. Soak yourself in it. But understand that we have some topics to talk about the name of God. The name of God. Then, understanding dreams. Understanding dreams. Please write them down so you can keep reminding me. Because I'm telling you, baby, I'm not home in your crown and I didn't know that I'm not going to be here. All right, God. God bless you. So please,、um, the name of God, understanding dreams. So please keep reminding me. Keep reminding me. Hey, Jerry. Jerry and Becklin. 
Okay, I'll, I'll meet you guys backstage. You busy, busy, ne? So I've not said anything. No. I didn't say she's not married. Me, I just mentioned both of you your names, and I said we will meet backstage. Me, busy, busy. What will happen? Will happen. All right. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And those of you who sent me Merry Christmas. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to reply. Don't worry. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hey. Hey, Christopher, see our bone. All right, God bless you. God bless you all and keep you all strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. All right, if you want to support God's work, the number is 0240312551. 0240312551. Keep supporting. And if you have pledged and you have not yet redeemed it, kindly do so. And the Lord will be a great blessing to your destiny in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right. All right. Yeah, the policy announced it. UK, UK, US accent, and Versailles. But you know, God is going to be God. Don't laugh at me. I'm not a Muslim. I'm a Muslim. And those of you who are laughing at me, can I hear you lifting up your hands? You are the same people that say, I can't hear any pepper in the stew. You can't hear any pepper. And then my name is a pepper kasa. Ephraim, be very careful. Be warned. Ephraim, be warned. And you'll be mad that you mercy when you zoom down. I beg now, Becca. You know, Zemi, I won't do that in thinking. Fakwa jagoraja so kabet. I God bless you and keep you all strong. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey, what's up? Ube di brok, sisya. Ube di brok. Hey, asemu. All right, God bless you and keep you all strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, all right, all right. So please, let's pray into the coming year. Yamon pae na what God has for us be answered no. Or release the M for my self. I fear I will be remunerated.
some of you are married, you are with your wives and husbands, you know, and maybe um, time or so, there must be open heavens, so let's those of you who are single to and uh, go and get kuntu blanket and cover yourself kuntu blanket mm. get some kuntu blanket and cover yourself then you sleep Alright, God bless you all and keep you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Those of you, if you are here, you are not yet married. You are in a room. You are a guy and a woman is there. You are a lady and a guy is there. Tell the person to leave right now. Tell the person to leave right now. Tell the person to leave right now. This is the last word I'm saying. If you don't, I'll mention your name. Tell the person to leave. Okay, okay. Now, you that person, eh? You, okay, you let's close. Also, <laughs> it's not late. It's not late, be a omobwa. It's not late. You, when it is late, when, when, you see, I dream finty. I drink fifty. As an telephone woman, it will do back when you move to me and Sam. So be any who could do change. Ni ni efuna kano anajo. Nobody has that kind of boldness than someone who is having stomach upset. Aha, at night. Any enfang was a time two a.m., one a.m. Opia. Down in the list, and only in the same as in the elite. That one cries 2 a.m., 1 a.m. You go out. It's what I know. And I will pay 2 a.m. Because there is a force that is put up at that down there. Sleep in the room and see. Why don't you say it is late at that time and you sleep? Can you see what, this one day you are saying it's late because of I've been here of empty. You. Azovu, Azovu, I'm proud. May God bless you. The Hollandia will come.
God bless you all and keep you all strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And God bless all of you. Afishapa, Afishapa. Afishapa is different from Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas is a bullshit. <laughs> I've explained this. I don't want to go into details in these things. But hey, drop these things. Afishapa is different from. So please, Obet Chiamia. Chiami. Oh, when I'm so for. Afishapo, Namas Majesty, my friend come at the end. Fisher say, Nassi, say, 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 <laughs> all right god bless you and keep you all strong in jesus i think nowadays the pod bean can exceed five hours in minampo it's a beautiful destiny Some of you just say, "Ma fahu na brunya na brunya." You are calling somebody ni brunya adiem. What is brunya adiem? Today I went to town to to buy something, and I saw three young boys. They had made some drums like for themselves. And I will buy drums. I will. I will do store. Be a new man. I will buy drums. And I know where them. Then people will give them money. <laughs> then they entered a certain pharmacy shop. Once they were about entering, now the man stood up and said, "Who do you know? Who do you know? I said, "I like this man." I hey, I hey, yeah. Everyone formalin, formalin says yeah. God bless you. you. Can't come and use your your ten tomatoes and your kunku drum to come and take my money <laughs> for what? Iron Spears, Iron Spears, the best drama crown because about drums are here the man. Kunku drums are Someone said because of why. All right, God bless you. God bless you. Mammy,
Alright, God bless you all and keep you all strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. So we shall meet God willing tomorrow. Amen. God bless you all. God bless you. God bless you. in Jesus precious mighty name so um, we're about to end and I'm going to upload the message right away God bless you we shall meet God willing tomorrow if you want to support the work of God to the number is 0240 3125510240 3125510240 understand and also know that God willing next year we are taking the gospel the power of God the prophetic um, the healing the teaching every grace to the regions in Ghana and also across the nations of the world. So please let your support keep coming and anything that you do and support the work of God with will surely come back to you in thousand folds in Jesus precious mighty name. God bless you and keep you all strong and keep me in prayer as well that God will continuously Keep gracing me and cause me to stand and sit under his feet all the time in humility. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Bye bye.